0: Listening to the Monster Caddy Podcast.
1: everybody and welcome back to the monster caddy podcast my name is dan and this is the show that's dedicated to talking about volkswagen mark one caddies and rabbit pickup trucks we've got an amazing show lined up for you today my special guest on today's show is all the way from nevada nevada another u.s guest here on the show to talk about quite an interesting build of their rabbit pickup truck and it is well it is a rabbit and it's also a a something else it's another entity it's a beast i have i don't know the words to describe this it is a savage of a a build it's amazing and we're going to talk talk to the owner today and the guy building this whole thing Uh, We've also got Aaron Liston back on the show. He'll be my co-host for today, who he'll be able to sort of add to discussions about things that I possibly wouldn't really know about, such as camber and slamming, like body dropping and all this kind of stuff. So Aaron's here again. And today, my very special guest is Mr. Harrison Evans. Enjoy the show.
2: While other stations' listeners are at
0: school, we're shoplifting.
2: The Monster Caddy
0: Podcast. Oh, man, do you
2: I want know. me to use my girl's phone? I can do that. Oh, man, please do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, where was, where was this? About 20 minutes 20 ago. <laughs> 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> do you
0: I'll
2: want me to honest. give you that her? Was the, funniest
0: that was the funniest reply. reply. What? That you could have, you said, could have said, oh, oh fuck, fuck yeah, man. yeah,
2: man. I don't even know. How do I get to your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to do shit.
1: How do I get to your DMs? How do I get how to your DMs? DMs?
2: <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've gotten in them before. All right, I'm, I'm going to leave
0: this, and then I'll jump on her phone. All right, sorry. All, right. all right. love you, bye. Bye. Love you, bye. i that was a strong American accent. I just
1: <laughs> oh, that was so fucking funny! <laughs> oh, where so, was thanks. this suggestion 20 minutes? Ago? <laughs>
0: that was—I'll be honest—that was very funny. <laughs> I know. Oh no! Where now was now this we... fucking suggestion
1: 20 minutes?
0: Ago? <laughs> <laughs> oh well.
1: Well now we we've livened up. This is good. This is like a a, a good warm up. All right.
0: Oh fuck! I me. feel like
1: we're gonna have quite a lot of fun with this guy. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> quite a funny guys. So we should be. <laughs>
1: oh wow! Okay, can you hear us?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. Right, oh so my this is, god!
1: This is so we're much better. We're only
0: talking once. Wait, we solved Ooh. it.
2: Can you yes. hear me? Yeah, I can hear both of you. We- Lente. Hey.
1: Fuck me! All right, are you guys ready <laughs> to start this?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I think really we got all talking the.
2: Talking all my nerves are gone. Cool. <laughs>
0: I can't find any fucking snowplows on this <laughs> Google man.
2: So you just It's a mister a mister plow plow. It's like Are you a drips. Yeah. So Yeah. I heard about there... I heard it on the People's Car podcast and then I googled the shit out of it right after I heard it.
1: Yeah, that was the first the first time I heard their podcast was when Bobby was on it. Um so there's a there's a snow plow attachment that you can put on the it's front called... of your Volkswagen pickup.
2: It's called
0: yeah. the Snowway plow.
2: Oh, Snowway. Yeah, that's the other fucking brand. The Snowway Plow.
0: It's called Snowway, but it's not spelled Snow. It's spelled S O S N O. Plow. Plus... Yeah,
2: S-N-O-W-A-Y. Like yeah, Snowway. like Snowway.
1: Where did this come from? This is a this is a Volkswagen official, or is this some sort of like aftermarket I think so. attachment you can get for your
2: truck? Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think it was like some weird East Coast option, and I heard that According to People's Car Podcast and around BM, Brian Bielman, there's only like four in existence, and only one still exists.
1: Jesus, you know for a fact that's all Aaron is going to want now. Even although, to be fair, you do live in Scotland, don't you, Aaron? So you,
0: yeah, man, it would be it perfect. now and then, it'd be perfect over here.
1: Man's going to go up Ben Nevis and try
0: and. <laughs> if we find his enough
2: pictures, the I'll fucking build you on, Aaron. How about Bro, I've got a
0: picture right <laughs> here. I'll fucking send it to you right now. Oh, that's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Send it all to right. me. Don't, don't be DMing my girl. I'll get mad at you. <laughs> oh, Bro, you it's all right. I've already put it in your actual DMs. <laughs> oh, how funny. How oh, shit. Look at this. Right. what both of is don't get distracted. I've just put it in our fucking chat.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> let's let's have a look at the snow plow. Anybody listening to this, just type in... Holy... Sh- wow. Okay. How fucking in,
0: cool is that, man?
1: Type in Volkswagen Rabbit Snowway Plow. S-N-O-Way Plow plow
0: yeah you can get
2: you get the driveway done with that thing for sure
0: i tell you what scotland's pretty fucking snowy man like bro people sometimes everyone takes like days off my work because we can't all get to work and honestly i would just like i'm slammed bro i'll just drive with the snow plow and just fucking make a big like folk will be like how did he get that slammed caddy in here man yeah like and Cause I, got, like, I got the
2: snow way. I, I'm front. Fucking snow I'm... Play, like, I got fucking
0: and... snow
2: player, bro. There's no way I'm not making it there, you know?
0: I, it's snow way, man.
2: <laughs> no way. <laughs> All
1: right, let's
0: kick this podcast off. You guys
1: are uh, you ready to roll?
0: Yeah, man.
1: Oh, uh, well, yeah. You are listening to the Monster Caddy podcast. With me is Mr. Aaron Liston. He'll be my co-host yet again. Welcome back, Aaron.
0: Yo, guys, what's happening?
1: And of course, my guest on this week's show is Mr. Harrison Evans. How are you, buddy?
2: I'm doing great, guys. Happy to be here. Excellent.
1: We are off on, we're flying on all cylinders here. Is that the right expression? Flying on all cylinders?
2: Running on all cylinders. Running Running on on all cylinders, I think.
1: That's the one. Now, welcome to the show. This episode 18 here. Have you ever been on a podcast before, Harrison?
2: No, I have not. This is your
1: very first podcast, and I'm yeah, so I'm pretty nervous. I'm. <laughs> it's chill, man. It's I can tell. It's, <laughs> just think of it right as like a laid back chat with other uh, pickup owners, and uh, I, I've got I've I've got loads to talk about with you. I'm I'm intrigued, and I've got loads of questions from the listeners, as you know. That's like a normal feature we have here on the show, where everybody uh, submits questions that they want to know from harrison evans um, how many hate messages did you get
2: no get none at 50 all. 50, 50.
0: Nah, no. we just we filtered them man
1: <laughs>
2: we <laughs> filtered them filter.
1: do you do you um do you have like uh any negative messages or responses from what you're doing with well your
2: i made i made the mistake of posting the car on burn all the mark ones on facebook the other day i seen that and oh it, right. was a, it was about 50 50 like the best one that i got um, somebody told me that my trans father would be proud of me. Jesus. <laughs> and then I, th- I think what I'm going to do when it's finished is I'm going to go back to that thread and screenshot all the comments and then post them with the pictures of the car to give them credit for all their help. <laughs> that's yes, me.
0: that's exactly what I'd be fucking doing.
1: Wow. Well, guys, uh, th- well, thank you both for being on the show. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time out. Um, you're from Nevada. Is that right, uh, Harrison?
2: I'm originally from Colorado, but I've been in Nevada for five years now. Oh, so you really know what the snow is like? Yeah, I grew up in Vail, Colorado, like a ski town up there.
1: Wow, that's insane. So what? how did you end up in Nevada? Nevada.
2: So it's kind of, I mean, we have time. It's kind of a long story. but So I grew up in Colorado, and then I competed in snowboarding growing up and went to the Vail Ski and Snowboard Academy for a year and then my body started failing i have like 15 broken bones and three pretty major surgeries jesus so then i started uh working for the mountain as a snowcat operator like grooming the slopes right and then um i had a shoulder injury that i had to have surgery pretty much right away for an ac separation i had so i halfway through the season i had to get surgery and The way that department worked is it was all kind of word of mouth like there was nothing written down about you getting your summer job back so about nine weeks after surgery i was ready to go back to work and i was told i didn't have my job anymore Jeez. oh shit and i'd worked there for like 10 plus years um so my cousin lived in nevada at the time and he worked for a company that was union and he was like hey man there's money to be made out here so i um flew out twice to take my test one time and then to do my interview the second time. And they told me this process would be like a three or four month thing. So I was like, oh, I have time to like pack and get everything ready. And I go take my test a week later, I get a call, I need to do my interview. And then they're like, yeah, five or six weeks, we'll give you a call and we'll let you know what spot you have on the list. Five days later, I get number one on the list. And they told me I had to start my job in two days. Whoa. So I had a Mark six Golf R at the time, a, a three door car. I packed it up, drove 12 and a half hours through the night, t- took my mining um, safety class, and then went straight to the gold mines here in Nevada. Oh, so that's your, that, is that your current occupation now? Like, that's what no, I the left, the, the mines were in the middle of nowhere, and it really was horrible, because I'm like not really a hunter, fisherman kind of guy, I build stupid cars, mm-hmm. so I left, um, I left the union, and I do like private construction now, so I run like a bulldozer and stuff for a construction company oh right okay
1: working for yourself i like it i like it
0: there's a lot of things connected to snowplows in this discussion
1: i know i know <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i mean that's cool the gold mine thing kind of peaked my ears that's pretty cool i've not really seen that before
2: yeah it was it was interesting it was like 72 hours a week though it was a lot really oh, well, it's, it's just beautiful. mining for gold yeah and um, well i was a contractor for the mine because miners don't really know how to do anything but follow the gold so like we would build all the other stuff for their mine like around it so what do you actually how do you mine um well there uh i worked at two separate ones i worked at one of the oldest mines in nevada which is like 16 miles underground so they find a vein and then they follow it through the ground but then the second mine i worked at was uh four years old so they were still stripping the surface to find their vein to create a portal into the ground but it's all microscopic gold here it's not like the discovery channel shows with nuggets so right what they'll do is they'll pile all their pay dirt up and then they'll use arsenic cyanide and lime to like melt the gold into what's called the pregnant solution which goes like through this giant pile of dirt and goes into a plant for them to pull it all back out and then Keep putting horrible chemicals on top of it to melt more. Wow. Okay,
0: well, that's interesting.
2: It is interesting, yeah. I've not and seen that it, before. How?
1: Because sorry, I don't know where to begin. Like, first of all, because <laughs> obviously, Aaron actually sent me your Instagram and said, "Bro," or rather, he said, "Bro, you need to check this guy out." Like, I can't. Sorry, I can't. I'm butchering
0: a Scottish
2: accent, but Aye, said, you are. But, I won't even attempt your guys' accent. Bro, was, I was
0: say, like, I actually remember the message. I was like, bro, because it was like, it was like, who should be like, there's people that want to go on the show. Who do you want to speak to? Mm. And I was looking fucking flick just at the same time, flicking through. And I was like, just sent him. I was like, bro, look at this guy's car. Mm. I was like, I followed him for a, a wee while, but obviously you're I just, a recent photo had appeared. And I was like, let's fucking speak to him. Yeah. You gotta fuck, like, it's, it's cause like, it's cool. Yeah. I think we should say
1: as well, anybody listen to the podcast, as long as you're not doing anything like driving and it's safe to look at your phone, have a, I'm going to put all the links to everything that we yeah. discuss in the show notes below. I mean, Check my shit's the
0: same shit every fucking week. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Check out Harrison's Instagram and uh, just to give you some context of what we're discussing today, or will give you a better. Uh, you know, you can picture it in your head a little bit better. So, yeah, Aaron Aaron sends me your Instagram account and I follow instantly. Anything Caddy-related, pickup, truck, I'm like, yes, all over it. And because um, every every spectrum of this whole community sort of interests me. And um, I, I looked, I was like, man, this, this guy's got some crazy truck build going on. Uh, and so I first... We will get to all of that and, and how it came to be this project for you. But first I want to say, what are all these accounts that we see in your Instagram bio? Oh,
2: um, well, at the top you have my girlfriend and then it's all just clubs from there. So like a legal fam is a Norway based car club that started in 2016. And then, um i reached out to them and joined that club about three or four years when i had my mark six golf R, right before it was done with all the camber and stuff on that car mm-hmm. um and then fear of dying started in 2020 and it's all these clubs are kind of like families you know right. like it's not really a thing of like you know your your membership or whatever ends with your car it's more of just like um like-minded community of people that are for this type of culture right yeah that makes sense
1: and then sense. there's
2: then there's dead set i think dead Set's still in there they're out of los angeles and then that's just yeah just a, it's just a bunch of friends because you know what i do is so niche that it's not like most people don't understand or enjoy what i do so really um,
0: bro yeah. i'll be honest actually a fucking breath of fresh air for me like i yeah. love stance cars man i've loved stance cars for like like, I did my Honda, and I did, I've did. i done other stuff, and I, I fucking, dude, I love this shit.
2: Well, yeah, no, I bleed for it, you know? Like, I mean, because my whole thing is with the Fast Boys and all that stuff, like, there's such an inherent ego that comes with it, right. where there's gate, there's gatekeeping, and there's people that are, yeah. you know, so worried about their secrets, and I think Stance is going there, which I really don't enjoy, oh, but um, my whole thing is that I went to art school, I did ceramics growing up, and, like, in art school, and it's really just another art form for me mm. of like freedom of exp- and we have no like ins- i know you guys have inspections there we have none of that here yeah like we have no emissions no inspections i don't even have an hoa where i bought my house like i have pretty much freedom to do whatever i want
1: see aaron this is why we need to move to america mate
2: <laughs> i'm ready Cool. i have a spare bedroom we can put bunk beds in it
1: Oh, amazing. Well, that's awesome, man. But I just I don't want to touch on this because obviously, if you think about it, Aaron's background, like he's mentioned, he had the, the Honda Civic slammed on its ass. Wheel hydraulics. Just, like Hydraulics, the whole I lot of Yeah. And of course, your truck right now, We'll we'll get into details and stuff like that. But obviously, it's again, slammed on its ass. Crazy camber. And we touched on it a little bit, but it, you mentioned it's it's like an art form. Is that sort of like the main appeal to be sort of yeah. different, edgy, and it's it's more of an art form rather than functionality? Is that fair to say?
2: It's that and then it's also an expression of skill. Because right, expression I, of like
0: it's... personality as well for me, like oh yeah. For me it's like see see for me, that's all how I've always thought about it. And this is in, in no way against anyone but that just wants to go and Stage 2 map their car or whatever, right? Or fucking whatever it is, right? Mm. And people that build fast cars and shit, right? I, I have nothing against them. But see, for me, right? To build a fast car, there is like a blueprint to build a fast car, right? So, right. So you buy a fucking whatever, like an Audi RS3, okay? The, it, you, you don't need to be creative to make that quicker. You just fucking go on the internet and you go, right? You just need money to make that quicker. Do you know what I mean? You just need to, and, and a semi amount of skill, just be like, right, cool. We're going to get the turbo. We're going to upgrade that. We're going to, can forge it and whatever, right? Mm. With stance, with real stance. I'm not talking just fucking sticking on a set of coilovers and like, can taking the fucking bolt out and making an oval hole instead of a fucking circle hole and like pushing Run. it back a couple of degrees. I'm talking like real stance, like what Harrison's doing here. Like when you're running like, negative 20 degrees like fucking on like oh, that's what i was in the back of the civic and stuff like that when you're running shit like that it takes real creativity to build something like that because there isn't a blueprint yeah so so if you look at, Harrison, at harrison's inter, uh, instagram sorry um <laughs> you what you'll see here is like he's not gone on the internet and gone, right how do i fucking run this camera on this and this and do you know what i mean how do i fuck make this and tubular frame at the back and mm. like, that's not a blueprint that's like looking at something and going right this is what i want it to be how the fuck do, I do that yeah well, it's wor- it's then, borderline
2: psychosis yeah you've got it does like, stop
0: you've got to like you you're thinking about it all fucking day <laughs> like I, I'm like yeah. but my Honda and I, I've, had, I've had that like eight year. Right. I was th- sitting every fucking day. My mom used to go and be like, why are you always just thinking about cars? Always. Like my girlfriend was the same. Like everyone was always like, dude, how are you just continuously? Because I'm like this. Oh, I've just been thinking about all day, man. Like, how could I just get an extra degree in the back wheels? Like, <laughs> it's just so fucking annoying. And you're thinking about it for like weeks. Like, mm-hmm. and then you have an idea and you're like, if I used a small, slightly smaller size ball, it'll all move in just that ball here. Like, and it's ridiculous. Like, it get he's right. It becomes like something that's pure imprinted in your brain. And you're like, mm. I could do. then I could run this wheel with an offset, blah, just a wee bit less so that then I can bring it around. And honestly, man, it gets to the point where you're actually like, like when anyone's like, oh, what are you thinking about? That's what you're thinking about. <laughs> is yeah. that the same for you harrison
2: it, it is it's like it's like there's that meme that went around a while ago where it's like the lady and the guy are sitting laying in bed and she's like i bet he's yeah about other women and he's oh, like oh yeah oh i bet if i bet if i can you know yeah shave this one part and then d- pull this other side out a little bit like i could probably get that to work
0: extend yeah. the bottom arm and but fucking i'm also and
2: it. yeah i'm also different in the aspect of like with my Beetle, and I had a '64 original Nevada Beetle with 32,000 miles. Was my last build. Wow! um In that Beetle, on my Instagram, was static. It was not on air. um And oh. with these last two cars, where I partnered with Falcon Factory Wheels out of Italy, I'll buy the wheels first. Like the wheels going on the Caddy are 16 by 10 J minus 52, and J. I will, and I will make them fit at all costs. It's not the 10J that
0: scares me. It's the minus 52 so yeah it, it's
2: it's a it's a face mounted five inch lip five inch barrel so it, they're just face as- mounted Fuck
0: me that's white as fuck.
2: can i ask though because
1: obviously and i'm on neither side i'm not i'm not for I'm, I'm sorry i'm not against what you're doing i i'm i'm fascinated and like i said before all sort of all over the spectrum of what people are doing I'm just genuinely interested and all of this piques my interest in what people are doing and how, like you say, how creative people are getting and it's sort of like an art form. I, I want to know sort of like, we'll, we'll touch on it again later on, but what's your like immediate like, um, what's your end result? What do you want to, what are your plans with this truck? Are you trying to enter it in like shows and stuff? or do you want to actually drive it just like normal? What is it drivable? What's the plan for it?
2: Um, It'll be pretty fucking undrivable especially with the the ko4 1.8 t i'm looking for like 260 horsepower ish um but this one is i'm gonna be trailing it to utah for the only show i really attend i don't really go to meets i'm like not the most social being in the world but my new philosophy because each car i've built it's kind of a progression of skill you know like you fit you'll finish it like i learned how to weld doing the beetle and then i was like fuck, i can weld so much better now like what should i do now right and then um yeah so i'll go to that one show in utah and it'll just be like a sunday cruiser for me and my girl to go like shoot flames out of the hood and like go have fun and do burnouts and shit yeah in that truck that you're building right now yeah because it's t- it's four four and a half inch body dropped as well so there's no room for an exhaust under the car
0: have you raised the f- floor
2: yeah the floor and the yeah. lower control arm points in the front are raised four and a half inches
0: Ooh. i'm just looking at the underside photo that you've actually got there the lower control arm points are the worst ones as well because they fucking rub like fuck straight away and i deleted the pinch welds off the
2: car and replaced it with angle iron to get that extra like three eighths inch on the ground as well see this really is
1: all about being creative and what did you do with the blueprint
2: the sills with with the cells yeah i chopped them off with an angle grinder and then put a thick piece of quarter inch angle iron in replace it of it so it can drag and then the yeah, yeah. future plans are to add when it's done i'm going to hang magnesium drag blocks off the bottom so it's kind of like 90s mini truck vibe where it just
0: shoots sparks like yeah, a motherfucker like everywhere yeah 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 but no actual body spark it'll be like just the magnesium i'm totally fine with dragon body too yeah so am i <laughs> That's and then cool, um, man. i'm
2: and then my motors raised six and a half inches as well, so my my stock pan on my one point eight sits an inch above my apron. Wow, that's
0: fucking really impressive.
2: And did you always want a Volkswagen pickup? Um, I've always been in, I'm third generation, like pure only Volkswagen driver. Right. So, um, there was like when I first moved here from Colorado, I had my Mark Six Golf R on air ride, and it was stage stage two straight pipe, like all that good stuff. And I parked it at my cousin's house and I actually bought a Mark one naturally aspirated diesel and I bought it and I, I hadn't really gotten super into wrenching yet. So I bought this car for a thousand bucks. Right. Um, <laughs> well, so I mentioned the whole snowboarding thing before, and I was, I didn't have the greatest childhood. So I threw myself 100% into that sport. Like, you know, every day snowboarding with reckless abandoned and not carrying Really, if you came home at the night because right, <laughs> fucking this rate. It's never gonna fucking happen. Bro,
0: I'll be honest, I'm just sitting watching videos of your beetle. Oh yeah, it was pretty dope, huh? Bro, I've just I was literally just saying to Dan, I'm about I'm gonna buy a Beetle. Yeah, yeah, you are. Well let me find 19... one, I'll build it and then we'll ship it to your ass.
2: Bro, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna buy a nineteen fifty-two split uh genuine right-hand drive, one of the first ever right-hand drives built. Split window rear, black, full red interior. I'm actually building a 59 big
2: window for a friend with my same setup I ran
0: right now. Oh, nice. I've, this is totally original, this one. It's never really been touched. It's not even got a fuel gauge. That's how mine was. Wow. Mine,
2: It had never left Las Vegas until I put it on a trailer, and then I took it home and immediately cut the living shit out shit. of it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with this shit. Um, I like to split window bags, man. Are we getting back on track?
1: I was going to say, did you find the auto lock section?
0: No, I'm just going to keep
2: tapping the screen like an idiot. What? <laughs> well, for the next hour and a half?
1: I was yeah. going to say, just literally, I'll walk you through it right now because I'm on no, the same uh, screen.
2: No, I'll be fine. I've, I've had worse issues before. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Um. So,
1: <laughs> where the fuck were we?
0: He was, was talking... Very- I was uh, talking
2: but... about uh, probably my first few cars.
1: Yes, you you had a Mark three, Mark 4 GCI.
2: Mark four, Reflex Silver GTI. Yeah, that was my first Volkswagen I bought. Okay, nice. And then from there, I got a in 2013. I got a brand new TDI two door six speed manual, also Reflex Silver. And Did you I...
0: just like silver, or was it just no? Like that was a...
2: just that was just the only three door car they had on the lot really because i tried to get another one of those a while ago and the dealership here told me to essentially go fuck myself and that it was impossible to find a two-door of a six-speed manual tdi oh
0: wow well, how nice of them yeah yeah they were, right read
2: right. about it well so can i just butt in and just
1: like yeah. ask because obviously we've had guests on the past and uh, you know generally people that get into cars quite early it's from like their family members like their dads or their uncles yeah. or someone has sort of like been in the industry and sort of shown them the ropes was that the case for you or did you sort of were you sort of like self-taught in in fixing these things and and that sort of thing were you influenced so
2: that, in any way so that kind of, well my dad was in prison while i was growing up so i didn't really have a father um oh, fuck my mom just drove volkswagens she she was never really into them either um and then that actual mark six two-door tdi golf is what kind of got me thinking about it because every time somebody would work on that car they'd they'd fuck something up Mm. and i was like so i'm spending all this money for somebody to not care about my car when all i do is care about it like if i if i fuck it up at least i gave it all my effort yes yes yeah i respect that and then i had that two-door six-speed for a while and then i got the itch which i actually just got again i'll bring that up in a minute but um and then i went and got my mark six three-door rising blue metallic golf r okay and then i i paid somebody to this was the final straw actually i paid somebody to bag that car and i paid an outrageous amount for it
0: Oh man! and
2: then it had absolutely nothing but issues so then I brought it to a mini truck shop in Phoenix on a road trip. And the owner of the shop told me the wiring looked like a toddler did it with his feet. <laughs> wow. And then I was like, okay, cool. So I'm officially going to only do everything myself. And then, yeah, that kind of led to that's. So I bagged that car. I went to the mine again. I bought my first set of three-piece wheels from Rotiform, which was also a horrible idea, by the way. Oh um, right. How, is
0: um, what about him? How was What about them? How was Rotaform? I've never bought any yet.
2: Um, Honestly, the build quality, like, not to drag anybody through the mud, but after having these Italian wheels that are, their tolerances are so tight, um, their wheels just, all the hardware came loose. They leaked uh, my valves. Oh, started. man. And then when I turned my Golf R green and I did all the front camber and stuff, I bought new lips through them. And they kind of like swam in the faces. You know what you know what I'm saying? Where yep. like you had to guess where center was. Yep. And then I thought that was just normal until I got my first piece or first set of Felgen wheels. And then their wheels are so tight, you almost have to like slap the faces and barrels into the lips. But oh, But there's man. like there's no like, you know, room for error building these.
0: See, see, for me, like I think that would be so i had a set of ccws and i found the build quality to be pretty good like i never had one problem with them and but i see a lot of people buying rotiforms and stuff and i'm always kind of like like i've never owned a set myself so i'm always like how good are they and when someone's only really owned like the one set of rotiforms that they own
2: they don't know. can
0: actually fucking tell you how good they are because they've never compared them to anything else.
2: Well, and not a lot of people are willing to split their own wheels too, and they do have to. Yeah.
0: Go. So this is the next thing. So then you're like, they're like, oh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. And I'm like, well, how good are they? Because how do you know they're good? Because you've literally bought them with the tires fitted. Do you know what I mean? Like, Well, yeah.
2: And then you send them off to somebody else to deal with the mess of trying to find center. Yeah.
0: So. I I I was in, I'm interested now that I've heard that like I'm like all right that kind of just that tells me all I need to know about if I'm going to buy a set for myself. And here in the states they're just so common
2: and I also like I don't I you know great that to their success like I know they're at a 24-hour race right now in Daytona like they're killing it but yeah at the same at the same time like no matter what company you have if you're cranking products out every 30 minutes your quality control goes down. Right. Of course. Well, and the, okay we all wish successful. you know what I mean like I wish my name could carry my products that far mm,
1: yeah let's uh let's go back to to, uh sort of growing up with cars and making your way through it seems like you've had a a fair amount of cars in your lifetime at what point did because you've got the uh do you still have the beetle you mentioned no, that beetle was sold to a kid, and in... because I, I, I imagine the the truck has got a story of its own, and I'm I'm anxious to get to that. Um, and if, you know, like like all of my most of my guests are on the show, we like to sort of dive into the story of of how how the truck came to be the the day you, if you can recall and recite the day you went to go and get it or it came to you,
2: like where did the idea of the truck come come from? Like, absolutely bonkers. Um, really? But his wife was getting sick. He the car traded is.
0: Uh, what's happened? It's gone do, again. Do you want to know something funny? What? I didn't even know what a core
1: support was. So core support is just American word for front panel.
0: Ah, like you where the uh, yeah 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 yeah. They I was it. like core support. I was like, what are these guns don't <laughs> <from> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they
1: call it a core support over there. So, and I learned that, like, the very, like, early on when I was interviewing, like, the American, um someone from America. Too. So, what?
2: I'm retarded. Um, Are you all right? Gr-
1: yeah, I forgot to tap, tap the phone. I told you, man. Like, I can take you through settings right now and make sure it never happens.
2: Yeah, I'll have her do it because she's smarter than me.
1: So, you go to settings. Let me it's know when good. you're at settings.
0: I tell you what, yeah. I actually might get Harrison to do some fab stuff for me. <laughs> Are you like... at settings? Wait, he's not going to be able to hear you because he's out the fucking. Oh, of course, yeah. So he so if... can't talk, he can just hear you.
1: That's right. So you go to set, if he can still hear me, go to settings, go to display and brightness, and go down to auto lock and make sure it's set to never.
0: Damn, this guy's fucking laying control arms at negative twenty three degrees. (laughs) Motherfucker! See, I don't know what that means. I bro, negative twenty three degrees. uh, Right, so go on his Instagram.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen man, I've seen it. The first,
0: the first photo, right, with his wheel. That's like negative degrees because it's the bottom's coming out the way.
2: Which one? Back. And I, one won't let me do it. But yeah, I I am laying control arms at minus twenty three
0: negative 23 degrees is far man
2: i mean i i have four inch flares that i had made in sacramento metal flares um, yeah, i've
0: seen them they're cool and 23 just
2: sucked the top of the lip in way too much so i brought it back out to a modest minus 17.
0: ah makes sense
2: now what's they, the back uh minus 17 and a half
0: with so in nice the, so it'll be very all round.
2: Yeah, so the rear in the rear ends also extended uh four inches total, two inches on either side of them my yeah, friend. Yeah, I
0: seen I was gonna ask that as well. I was like, Did you actually extend it or did you just sort of cut it? Oh uh, both. Yeah. <laughs> it looks nice, man. I'm i f- I'm a fan. Um uh, where were back? we? I keep fucking
2: so, up. I apologize.
1: It's all right. So you ordered uh a uh the core support uh from croatia yeah and what car was that from was it a golf cabriolet it,
2: it was like, like it an car. original stamped or because croatia for some reason has all those original molds still so right. it's like like an original mold round headlight car either be it a cabriolet or like a later mark one gti i believe
1: oh was it a replacement panel yes we get those
2: here as well in the uk
1: yes Or yes. right Okay, okay. So it wasn't from an actual existing car. It was a, like a replacement panel. That makes yeah. sense. So you got that shipped over to you
2: in Nevada. Yes. Nevada. <laughs> and oh, then, man. of course, it's, it's Nevada. Got, if you want to sound local, you got to say Nevada, not Nevada. Nevada. And then, yeah, Nevada.
1: So where did the, the rest of the truck come from? The, the truck? And, and uh, if you
2: could explain like, what year it is as well it's a 1981 and it came from my good friend brian in carson city nevada um which right. is 40 minutes from.
1: okay okay it's an 81 80- what, what's the original paint color uh red red wow interesting in so
2: you. yeah mine's not yeah actually it was originally red uh my caddy so, so- it had the whole burgundy interior and everything, like and but then somebody like no prep sprayed it, uh, the beige color.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys get all the different interiors for all of that.
2: Yeah, that I, I'm i still learning about the rest
1: of the um 81, 82, etc. Because all I sort of know at the moment is a lot of 1979 and 80 stuff. <laughs> i need to venture into 81 and 82 and sport trucks and stuff but uh, it's all interesting to me you know it's all interesting so i mean
2: i i'm not really like the biggest vw historian like i kind of like learn little things about stuff as i go but mm. my goal is just to make them my own and because because like i have like the bentley manual and stuff for a mark one but really like two percent of what i have on the car left really applies to that right yeah. makes sense and what? so I, I totally get that.
1: And there are there. I, I haven't experienced any purists yet, like that have, have put Funny. an argument up to say, oh, yeah, you need to keep the car original. It needs to be this. It needs to be that. It's like, chill out, man. Like, it's just a car. Like, at the end of the day,
2: like, it's mine. It's my property. Well, and it's all, it comes down to minding your own goddamn business yes exactly like, you aren't funding the car you aren't doing any of the work like why do you think it's this generation of people that think they have a say in everything you do when in reality like it makes me want to like ruin everything even more
1: yeah you make, no i uh, really get that
2: I you probably get more that. of it with the beetle oh the beetle well the beetle like it like old boys really they thought it was cool until they realized how rare it was
0: so see uh over here so over here like all the forums and stuff if you actually like go on them like honestly man like every single person on them is like keep it original like oh like yeah like oh you're restoring it that's so cool like straight away like there's no no one is cool when they're modifying it and that was the funny thing
2: was actually, if you look back, the entire interior of that car was 100% restored to original.
0: Yeah, I like just that. I like when it's, it's like restored. Because
2: but... it was original paint code with replacement front fenders because it had obviously been hit a, sh- a thousand times in Vegas. Yeah. But I love the th- thought that people thought it was a giant pile of shit and then they'd walk up and the whole inside is perfect.
1: Yeah, that, <laughs> I like that. So okay, wh- I want to know more about this truck. I've, I've, was there ever like? I, I just want to know more about you as well. I want to know the real Harrison, like, because obviously for me, I've always loved the the Volkswagen Caddy. I've said it many, many times on the on this podcast. But Better I want to know for you, you wouldn't
2: pick anything else but a Caddy.
1: Yeah, like for you, nuts. Have you always had this idea in your head? It's like I'm gonna get a Volkswagen pickup truck one day.
2: No. It, it, how did seen.
1: that idea come? Where did it come from? That idea?
2: It came from the availability of my friend having his wife wanting a gun, and I was like, I was like, cool. I did an air cooled car. They're so finicky that I was like, I don't know if I really want to do another air cooled. Um, and then I was like, well, it would be kind of cool to absolutely make every single generation of Volkswagen my own. Yeah, yeah, done sure. cool coupe, and, and what, can you... work my work my way up through them. But mm. now that I've done a Mark One. They're so unique, and you can literally do anything you want to them. They're such a blank canvas. Yes. Um, I see myself. I really want to get a Mark I Jetta Coupe next.
0: Right. Okay. 100%. But Interesting.
2: I have, I have some insane ideas for that.
0: They're very hard to get, though, over here anyway. I don't know. about. Yeah, they're
2: hard, hard to get here, too. And But yeah, Canada yeah. and Mexico have Mark II Jetta Coupes. So yes, yeah, so we might... get lots of
0: Mark IIs, but we can't yeah. get Mark Ones um so
2: yeah that might be next but yeah the truck was just and it had an aba in it with the swap already and i think that nobody realized to check the gas tank because it had sat so long so all, the gas tank was varnished so um it was all wired up and everything but even before i brought it home we pulled the motor at my friend's house because abas are just tall as shit so i was like i'm gonna go 1.8 or 1.9 ALH TDI. um yeah And then brought it home, and I think within four or five days, I was cutting the floors out of it.
0: Wow, you guys do a lot of that over there, though, don't you? We drop floor cut. Um, the
2: the thing I people are doing a lot more now is the whole Beetle chassis thing, which I I don't, uh, it's a great way to go really low, but Beetle chassis hate camber except for in the rear
0: end. Yeah, the fronts are a nightmare, you know.
2: again just interject very quickly
1: again this is probably just going to be down to me never really um researching all this but obviously being having the 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 monster caddy instagram and all that and obviously all i do is follow and look at car car related content and i I see a lot of beetles pop up like photos of beetles come up and i always see like just the rear the rear wheels on camber.
2: This is going to sound stupid. And... Oh no! I, and I know where you're going. Um, why how, is that? How is that achieved? So in a in a pre 60, I think it's 65, 66. They went to a an independent rear suspension where you would have the it, your axles would hinge out of your transmission and then hinge with a like a CB axle yeah. straight into your hub. Very but, weird. But but prior to that, you had swing axles where your axle would only hinge out of your transmission and go into your quote-unquote hub, uh, at negative camber. So the lower you drop the car, that's all natural camber. That's not um, artificial. Oh, right. Okay. It's very strange. Yeah, and then with mine, I'd only driven the car like under 500 miles having it, by the way. But uh, my camber was so aggressive and my axle angle was so critical that I went through three transmissions in three months. Is this the Beetle? Yes. Right. Okay.
1: Okay. Now, Going back to the, the truck, because obviously it's got a grill, uh, sorry, uh, a front core support of a cabriolet, or, or sorry, a front panel replacement with the round headlights. Yes. Um, would you, because you've said it already, do you, do you consider this to be a caddy or a rabbit? Like, what do you call it yourself?
2: I call it a caddy, or I guess the proper terminology is a rabbit pickup truck. That's what it says on the title. Yeah, uh, it's mainly a a
1: rabbit. I was just curious, because obviously, yeah, if you're going to have put round headlights on it, for anybody in the UK who's never seen a rabbit, and there are people out there in the UK that I get messages all the time and say, what the fuck is a rabbit pickup? So I have to answer this question to the UK listeners a lot. And obviously, if they saw a truck that had round headlights in America, they'd still consider it a caddy. Um, Whereas, obviously... a lot, of
2: purists, a lot of purists here really do not like that, that you yeah. swap the front end. Yeah. But I am not a fan of rectangle lights and anything personally. And I just love, I love the idea. That was the first idea I came up with. Well, first was a body drop. And then I was like, I think I'm going to round headlight it. It'll just look sick.
0: Mm. Yeah. And like so that.
2: that is that, is that the final look? What you're
1: going to do is have the round headlights and because uh, obviously are you sort of like halfway through the process right now?
2: the project oh man it, is there still quite a lot to go yeah if i'm being nice to myself i'll say that's like 30 percent
1: oh right okay but are you sort of someone who's like <clears throat> do you do you give up easily or you're
2: like i'm committed to this i'm gonna see it through
1: because i've gr- met people that my girlfriend just things.
2: giggled when you said that say again my girlfriend just giggled when you said that because oh, right. <laughs> i'm the type of person that i'll fail 30 times in a row and then try it another 30 until it works that's amazing. I like the commitment because obviously I've met loads of people before that have been really
1: ambitious with things like, oh, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to this, that and the other. And then like a week later, it's gone. And it's like they change changed their mind completely and stuff. And I'm just like,
2: ah, oh, dude, if you just stuck at that, like, you, you know, well, in, it just frustrates me a little bit. <clears throat> well, yeah, you have to be relentless. And like, that's what I tell everybody because everybody think, wonders where I went to school or like what you asked, like what family member got I have an uncle that's really into air-cooled cars, but he lived in Nevada while I grew up in Colorado. So I knew of him, but I didn't really hang out with him. Mm. But um, it just comes down. Like I have never once thought about relipping the wheels to make this car easier to build.
0: Right. Nah, bro. I, I agree with that. I, like, I had my wheels built before I even fucking started doing the body of the car. A lot of oh, people yeah. do that, don't they? They
1: sort of buy the wheels first and they think, right, what vehicle would look sick? Nah, it's wheels? not. It's not
0: oh, even no. that. It's what it's do I need that. to do to yeah, make you pur- these you wheels purchase- fit?
2: Yeah, you purchase the car, then you buy. Like I've never, I've had two sets of wheels from Felgen, and I've never bought a set of wheels with an offset. I buy them off measurements.
1: Yeah, like,
2: no. I'm like, okay, so five-inch lips will look absolutely retarded on a Mark One. Let's do it. So <laughs> and then, and then they show up, and like while I was doing my 2 frame and everything, I'd bring one wheel over without a tire on it and you just mock it up and you're like how much do we have to cut yeah yeah exactly like you it's guys interesting said, i sent you that radius cut i had to do on my front fender earlier this week and it was like a nine inch radius cut Something wow like I, bro i've just been looking at all it. oh,
1: it's fucking insane now I wanna go back to obviously you just got the truck, you ordered the the front panel from Croatia. What are like the first things that
2: you start doing to modify this truck? And what wh- where did it all start? And what this sort is... of things did you do? So I stripped the entire car apart. Cause I'm kind of one of those people that if I'm gonna do a car, I'm gonna replace every single piece. Yes. So I ripped the gas tank out, I ripped it, I sawzalled off the front end, I cut as much shit like the rain tray and everything i could out of the engine bay and i took it all to the dump and i threw it away so i can never have it again wow pretty strict on
1: yourself but I, again
2: i like your style and then what i did was i got th- two friends over at the house because i'm like i keep a pretty small circle like i don't like having outside influences too much like with anything Sure. um so i hit up two people to help me and we stripped the whole suspension out of the car and then i laid down two layers of moving blankets and cardboard and we flipped the truck on its side in my garage. Yeah, seen the picture. Of that, I think. And then I got that idea from his Instagram name is at Highline Anton, and he's also a member of Illegal. And he has a static body dropped uh, rabbit two door with a ALH swap in it.
1: Oh and right, he, okay.
2: And he drags like he drags the sides of it everywhere he goes, and it's the coolest shit I've ever seen. So I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna do that and wow. uh, so i just yeah started cutting there was like two holes in the floor like nothing that wasn't manageable
0: bro that is low weight yeah
2: what highline anton
0: yeah man I'm looking yeah, right this and, fucking
2: and his entire front end is quick connected he can take the whole front fenders and the front clip off in one piece like it is it's art
0: yeah man, that's very impressive
1: that's what it all comes back back to is that it's the main driving reason for doing all these modifications is to, I guess to make a statement, isn't it? That's sort of what art is, I suppose, is making a, a different statement and making people think about... Uh, we've sp- I've spoken about art before uh, on episode uh, 13 or 14, I think it was, talking about art, and uh, we had uh, Matt Butler on, and he's got a crazy-looking Frankenstein Volkswagen Caddy, and he's got all these different modifications, and he was just saying, like, yeah, it's just... It's just art like i do one piece at a time and i I, you know i don't really have a finished end goal it's sort of like i'll do one piece and then uh, something will happen to the the vehicle and i've got to fix it so i try and figure that out first i don't go and get original parts and it was it's interesting to hear that side of things whereas a lot of people out there are, are more like oh my something something broke so i need to find the original part that fits
2: and it's like you don't have to go that route you can be create i think well and even my like as i was doing the floors is when i ordered the Eurowise four link rear end um and i ordered my front struts and all that stuff and um the theme of the car i say it jokingly but it's actually painfully true is you you buy all these expensive parts from people and then you end up cutting them in half to
0: make them work right what's yeah. the euro wise
2: um, that's the rear end in the car prior to me cutting off the panhard because it had a panhard system, which is like, yeah. the top. but the issue with a panhard system is that as you have travel
0: with air ride, it, it, it offsets, it offsets the back axle.
2: So then I have friends that race dirt track cars, like old school NASCAR shit. And one of them brought up doing a Z link rear end, like a two, two heim joints fighting each other in the center of the axle. So it went from swaying four and a half inches to swaying a quarter inch through full travel
0: so wait a minute i'm about to fucking look at this because i actually read about this right the four link is what i was going to get right for air and i was like right cool. i'm going to run the four link blah blah blah
2: but if you want a fitment car you can't have it
0: yeah so this is my thing so then i was like well how the fuck am i going to do that i
2: might i might cut mine out and do a whole different thing because i I was watching this fabrication show the other day and it did what's called a wishbone mount and it looked it looks insane but like the idea of it is pretty revolutionary to my mind i'm sure it's been around for a long time but it's basically like it's shaped like the wishbone out of a chicken or whatever it has like that u shape and you'd mount that to the body of the car and then you would have another mount on your axle and as your axle goes up and down that it would be telescoping so it would always be in a perfectly straight line that makes sense
1: now I do want to touch on something else. It's quite a popular thing that comes up on the episodes. Um, do you have a? Well, first of all, do you actually have a tailgate for the truck? Yes, I do.
2: And the second question is, of
1: course, is it straight?
2: <laughs> no. I need to put it on flat flat ground and jump on it a couple of times. Then I think I'll be like, <laughs> straight. I love that. Yeah, that's mine's like, not like,
0: fucking straight either.
2: I love that. It's like
1: that's the uh, that that's the outcome. It's just that's how I'm going to fix it. I'm going to jump on it whereas uh a lot of people just just uh like aaron bought a fucking just buy a brand new one wouldn't you aaron? i
0: bought a brand new one yeah
1: tell him yeah. aaron go
2: on tell six him.
0: seven years ago i bought a brand spanking new one from volkswagen
2: really how much yeah, was it
0: 1500 pounds oh
2: my god yeah british no, I'll, british I'll pounds on, i'll jump on that bitch all day and make it so fit probably
0: about I... two it'll be between two and two and a half thousand dollars probably oh yeah easy so and, yeah, it's fucking expensive, man. I man. mean,
2: I can't say I bought a CAE Ultra shifter for the car. That oh just, man,
0: it was about that much. So I they can't really. They are fucking artwork,
2: man. They are, and that that was that's the whole thing. Is like, I mean, I've reshaped my entire firewall too. So to it, the whole point of the, I'm trying to start a fabrication business. Like, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that. I I, I, custom, I custom fabricate Mark six, Mark five, Mark six, in that same year of A three tubular rear control arms um for bagged cars and static cars mm. um you're
0: going to start doing stuff for caddies
2: yes i'm actually going to i i'm sure you saw my kind of ghetto extended front control arms i'm i'm going to be making full chromoly tubular front control arms for the car here soon interesting um, i will tell. and then there's a there's a company that does the roll pans For the back of the car as well in the UK, but they won't really ship to the US. So I'm going to be making my own license plate delete roll pan as well. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I mean, I've, 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 (laughs) our
1: friend over here, Adam, he's actually lives real close to me. He bought a roll pan with the license plate um, uh, piece in the middle that you can like you say, you want the one that's just literally a roll pan across with no space for a license plate. He's got one with the UK uh, license plate uh, space. And um, I was actually sanding that down not too long ago because it got a little bit of surface rust on it. But um, I I got up and close and personal with it. And I'm
2: sure you could fabricate that yourself over there. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, no, and for the price of it, I mean, I could probably make five or six of them before I equal the cost like that's kind of where i'm at is you know is the juice worth the squeeze of spending my hard-earned money on that when i can spend mm. two two to five hours in the shop and i can make a few of them well that's exactly it
1: and over here they're like a hundred pounds a piece
0: and Dude, then of course, i was i'd like one that like i could detach the middle to put a license plate in
2: oh um, like a full delete panel that would so be like,
0: really cool so a full delete plan panel right so i can click this i can somehow this metal would would clip on right the, the centerpiece with clip on the rest of the roll pan and it would look fucking smooth as fuck so when i'm at a show i've got no back plate and it looks fucking sick right mm. but then I some sort of magnets because my plate's metal so i like some sort of so i can take the centerpiece out this exact size of my plate and then i can lay my plate on and it'll stick yeah that would be take pretty, it off fucking... yeah that's what i want I'm See, i mean with no plate yeah, I, think,
1: okay. cool. I think uh, me and you, Harrison, have got a similar sort of outlook, quite similar, I would say, in terms of our sort of end goal result or what our, our process, really, because for me, yes, I've got an 85 caddy, but I want to completely... I want to stand... I don't want to stand out and show off, but I want to uh, come away from the flock of sheep, so to speak. So I obviously driving a old retro caddy from the 80s in a in today's day day and age you already stand out you're already like
2: you know not following the crowd well yeah and you're in your knowing that you're driving something that you're gonna have to work on which is attractive in so many ways
0: yeah
1: yeah totally and so like the, the idea that I'm driving a vehicle that's nearly 40 years old and everybody else is driving around things that are like a 20 plate, 21 plate, and I'm just here like 40-year-old vehicle is already yeah. very, very different from everybody else. But even within the Volkswagen Mark 1 community or the Caddy community, I want to sort of s- step away and stand out and do my own thing even more, even in that sense. So you've probably heard it already, but I'm going to, I'm going to take my truck and do a rabbit sort of conversion. I'm going to change the front end and change the, the paint color and interior to make it look like a right-hand drive US 1980 rabbit. And I'm not going to call it a rabbit, but that's just my idea that I'm going to it's try. Almost- and, you know what I mean? I'm going to do I'm going to do something that's sort of bending the rules. Not everybody's going to like the idea, but I'm doing it for me. And I, I sort of think that's what you're about as well. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a fine,
2: and that's where this whole art thing comes in. It's a pretty fine balance, and that's I I learned that a lot with the Beetle. It's um, it's the balance of honoring where the car came from, which hmm. you will be doing by making it a yeah. wrap. But it's also my whole thing is pushing today's
0: ideas of stance and what you can do with these platforms.
2: You push yeah. the boundaries
0: without, like so. I don't know if you've seen my Honda eh, that I had, Harrison right, but basically. The way I always wanted it was I wanted to push the Hondas are so widely like, modified. yeah like, Civics are they're fucking everywhere, right? So my whole thing building it was like, right, I want it to be stand out different, but I want it to fucking still like people look at it and still go, that's fucking just clean, nice example at the same time. exactly
2: that's and that's the art because you an artist will have a painting and one person will look at and be like that piece of shit's not finished and the
0: artist is like
2: that is exactly where it needed to stop
0: yeah so like i smoothed the the side panels never in like petrol tank uh, petrol cap fucking bumper molds the whole lot indicators but they're like subtle changes that you don't notice straight away it's like a second glance third glance thing and then I tried to stick to to standard arches. Obviously, they were cut underneath, but standard looking, so no flares or anything. With while getting my wheels to fit, and then exactly. it was trying to get it so that, like, when people looked at it without the wheels, they were like, "Damn, that's so fucking clean and it's nice and it's stuck to the, it, it's not too overboard and fucking covered in this and that and it looks ah oh shit like and because Hondas are so easy to overdo. And but I, think, I wanted it to still be nice, and I think I've kind of lost that like
2: um sense of honoring this car's past with the caddy because it's just you're, you're gonna look at the car and immediately be like, That thing is there's nothing stock about that car, but um, and, and even with my Mark 6 Golf R, when I was running minus 10 in the front, minus 12 in the back, like yeah, uh, with stock arches, like people were like, How did you do that? and I was like, This fitment took 30 hours to do,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the shape of it as well. Are you attracted? We were you attracted to the shape of the the pickup truck in the
2: beginning? Did you think yeah, that was pretty cool. One of right? my favorite things about the the pickup, which we realized that just the other day, fitting front camber. If you look at the A pillar of your Caddy from the front, that angle that from the body down on the main part of the door that goes up to the roof is just about seventeen degrees. Yes, yeah, right. so- that's for the wheels. So my yeah, so my wheels will create this imaginary line from the wheels that carry straight up to the top of the car and just continues on. It's nice. subtle, it's like weird, subtle things like that that like uh, keep me up at night. No, I totally get that. Agreed. And you've got like uh, the roll
1: cage type thing in the back. Forgive me, I'm I'm am of the if I'm using the wrong terminology, but it's
2: like a roll cage thing that you've fabricated. A, technically, like. I didn't, I should, in hindsight, where my skills are at now, what I, sh- I should have done a full frame car where you cut the whole bottom of the car out and then you drop a full frame over the top of it, like a full race car. Run. But, but my whole cage, my cabin cage is tied to my front in four points. And then my rear cage is tied to my rear back half in four points as well. So it's technically all one system pulling and pushing off of itself. Mm. I mean, it looks fucking radical.
1: Like, I'm a big fan of like, um, like a doomsday sort of Mad Max type style car anyway, or a truck, whatever you want to call it. I quite like that look anyway. And that, that look with the roll cage just screams like, <laughs> uh, just brutal. Like, I, I love the look of it. Do you know what I mean?
2: Oh, yeah. It's it's savage. It's really the only way. And that a lot of that came from the man that taught me how to do this. Right. You yeah. It, it, or if you want to hear it, it does look savage. Yeah, go on. Yeah, tell us. So I work for construction and we have to travel like a, an hour or so for work. And I daily currently I daily a Mark seven and a half GTI. I was sick of putting miles on. I put like 20,000 miles on the car in a year driving to work. So I started carpooling with people to work. And there was this quiet, older, he's like 69 years old, this older man in the front seat. And everybody at work gives me shit because I work in construction and I drive Volkswagens. Like they don't really fit. Everybody drives a truck. And I'm talking about Volkswagens and guy in the front seat's talking shit to me. And then the old man pipes up and he's like, oh, you think you know stuff about Volkswagens, huh? And I was like, not really. I'm just like learning. I'm trying, man. And it turns out he is a – like, one of the – you guys have heard of, like, the 400-mile off-road races here in the U.S., right? Like, the Mint 400 yeah, yeah. Baja 1000. This old boy was racing off-road air-cooled cars in those 400-mile races in the 70s and building his own tube-frame off-road Baja cars since then. Jeez. So – and once i had body dropped the car i was like looking at the front of the car trying to like piece shit back together with my crappy little welder i had at the time and i was looking at it i was like this just isn't structural like it's one thing if like it's low enough to where if something fails you're going to fall one inch and you're going to drag to a stop like that's not really that dangerous unless you're racing it which i don't race but and and then he started bringing up building a tube frame for it and i was like how would i do that like name is jimmy i was like jimmy like how do you want to come show me and he's like no i'll be there on saturday and we'll pick it up and we'll bring it to the pig farm this old boy has 40 acres in northern california that's a former pig farm where he has like 10 different structures and he has like six race cars there and like he had 80 air-cooled motors like all this stuff just hidden in this like stash of cars jesus so we take my car to his farm, and first thing he tells me tells me is we aren't building this piece of shit out of DOM tubing, which is like standard roll cage steel. And the whole car is built out of 4130 cro Molly, which is like insanely strong steel. It's 20% lighter, 30% stronger than standard steel. So I bought about hundred and twenty feet of tubing at $18 a foot during the pandemic to build this car. Um and oh. then we, we just put it up on sawhorses in the pig farm, like the farrowing house where he'd show like all of his show pigs before he would sell them. And we just started oxyacetylene cutting the crap out of this car. And then I'd go there every weekend for about 30 hours, 15 hours a day. And he would just grill me every day. I do. I'd have something on my mind. This is while I was buying my house. So it was a pretty stressful time for me. Um, And i do one shitty weld and i do two good welds and he'd point out my shitty weld he'd be like why can't they all fucking why can't they all look like those two Mm. and he kind of like old school grilled me into becoming a fabricator and then all the tubing in the car is hand bent there's no hydraulic assist in bending any of that pipe do you know what man like i
1: i love that though like there's something to be said for that guy like saying what the fuck are you doing like I, cause it's hard to explain. I do apologize for going off on a tangent. here. No fine. Like, So like, obviously I love what I'm doing here with the monster caddy podcast and my YouTube channel, but obviously I share my content around and people message me all the time with all these positive like comments and stuff like saying, Oh, this is, you know, this is great. And all oh, that podcast you did with poplin is amazing. Yada, yada, yada. And it's like, I love it. I, I, you know, I thank you guys so much. I appreciate all the kind messages. It's overwhelming. And, uh, but sometimes I wish someone would just like say like, you should have done this. It would have been better if you did this or like, you know if it was me i would try my hardest to cut out all the ums and ahs and shit just some feedback that's sort of like constructive do you know what i mean constructive
0: criticism man
1: yeah i sort of i throw i it sounds horrible but i'd rather someone someone's like sandwich a compliment to me sort of like say right this was good because of this i would work on this yada 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 this needs to change and then sandwich it with another like uh but this was good though and do you know, It's hard to explain, but I'd rather be able to build and, and improve on what I've got than just be sat around a bunch of
2: yes-men saying, like, oh, well done. That was great. Well,
0: well done, mate. I mean, that was sick.
2: Well, and that comes down to also where we're at in the world, though. And he was doing that, I think, on purpose because if I wasn't willing to sit there and take shit from him for 30 hours a weekend, was I really worthy of taking his knowledge? Mm.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. When it's I used to work in the garage, testing man. Testing me when i was a young like i was like like they were all fucking man christ like i, I thought that was like my first job so i was like and you thought I hated you bro yeah, i thought honestly everyone hated me i was like fuck why is everyone so fucking hard on me here man i used to fucking sit on the bus on the way home and i used to be like for kind of like a 40 minute bus journey and i used to just be like fuck me man that was a hard day like you're like, why I just,
2: am I like it, a useless piece of shit? Why do they keep me around? Yeah. And
0: then yeah. You realize that if they really didn't like you, they wouldn't have even talked to you, bro. Sorry. Yeah. So, like, three or four through, so I'm like, I'm about three years in apprenticeship, like, and that. And then by that time, they started doing it to the new apprentices, and they all started being all right with me. And, like, they treated me like a brother, like, literally. And I'm fucking like, what's changed here? But they were literally like, you proved they, it even now bro they are like my brothers because i've put up all the shite that they gave me and the fucking fucking scrapping with me and all the let rest of it like amongst the workshop do you know what i mean and all the shite that they put you through but once you put up with all then they're they're perfect man it's sound you're, like, yeah you're mm. a part of the family and yeah
2: with, with him taking me in and letting me use all of his tools like you know somebody letting you touch their toolbox in general is pretty sacred so like yeah, man. Him, him taking me under his wing teaching me fabrication skills and then he handed me the tubing bender at the end of the when we brought my car to my house that i bought like that's probably the best father figure i've ever had in my life you know like he's my mentor and he's the reason why i have unlimited confidence building anything mm-hmm. yeah like it's it's just amazing, and sadly, Jimmy, his cancer came back. So he's he's going through a time, but that man means more to me than anything, you know. Yeah, of like, course. It's yeah, it's really heavy, and Dude. I'm hoping I'm hoping to buy his 1971 Parker 400 race car just to literally have. And when I have a shop one day, it will be hanging from the ceiling of the shop.
0: That's yeah. fucking sick, so man. That
2: is, man. That that's
1: so
0: touching it really is And bro the thing go on mate sorry uh, the thing is man it's like it's amazing because he will have literally sat in that front seat and been like let's see what this guy's got like that's what his thoughts are gonna have been like let's just see what this guy's got here and see where he's at and then when you've obviously done that bit in your garage he's he's gonna have come down and be like let's give him a chance here and see how he gets on and you've then gone down again he's giving you all the shit and he's thought at the end he'll just be like this guy's all right like he'll you'll you'll put up all that and he'll be like he's worthy like and he never understood the stance car
2: shit like at the end when we were yeah. getting he was always like you've kind of fucked yourself out of going to any kind of car meet you're gonna go to a car meet and they're gonna be like there's too much tube work in this car you're gonna go to a truck meet and they're gonna be like this thing's too goddamn low <laughs> That yeah, reminds me of the
1: um, audio that's going around. You guys might have heard of the audio. You probably know where it's from. Uh, there's like, it's on Instagram Reels, maybe TikTok. And there's this fucking audio. I, f- I crack up every time I hear it. And it's like, you're going to be too low. I'm going to oh, yeah. way too low. It's like, oh, you're not looking <laughs> any dumber than you normally do. I feel like a little kid. Yep. <laughs> so, it's fucking funny.
2: And I try to tell people that when I am building these cars, it's like, they're like, oh, just straighten out the wheels and it won't be such a piece of shit. And I'm like, in, in the end, like people like you and me, Aaron, like when you scrape something real good, and you know, it's not hurting anything. You've done the proper work. There's no feeling that makes you giggle harder. And then all the people cr- ripping their heads back on the street, like nothing Bro, really. That
0: I used to fucking drive along. I obviously a bit bigger in America, but like I was on the hydraulics and like over here man like it's not over like you like hydraulics isn't that common over here it's not
2: common here either brother
0: oh really i thought yeah i thought you had all the low riders and shit <laughs> well yeah as far as low riders but low riders are fewer and far
2: between than stance cars
0: see we we don't get any so there's air ride don't get me wrong there's a lot of air ride kicking about over here but see when i i, I remember one of the first days i had my car out the big wheels on it it was a sunny day Fucking chrome but my wheels were fucking shining man i remember in the sun and the paint was the ferrari so it's a la ferrari three-stage pearl paint the white so it fucking glistens in the sun right so i remember driving down like the sort of main bit of our town it's like really really busy it's a saturday and i, I had like the old school box in my car for the Hydraulics it. like the old school just switch box. Yeah, flipping switches. Bro, so I've just got it right in my knee and I'm fucking flipping it up and down. You like people's faces were like, What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, fucking my arse was like right in there, fucking bottoms like fucking bumpers, fucking on the ground, man, just sliding along the ground. Folk are like, fucking hell, man. Like, but I know that it'll not drop low enough that it'll rip it off, it'll just drop fucking perfect it'll just sit just on the ground and no more and it'll just scrape but never come off and folk are Mm. like and they're so fast and like fucking slamming off the ground and folk are like fuck his bumper's gonna come off and i'm like is it (laughs) fuck me and you will will never forget that feeling like i bet you just right back to that moment bro it does i still have goosebumps right now thinking about it yeah it that fucking cool right and That's i remember
2: cruising the beetle around too like because oh, it man. was oh so if somebody was on your right side like in a standard size car you couldn't see them in their window. yeah man
0: could you fuck your like you're like underneath the fucking wheel man like it's like <laughs> i i remember driving down south to like one or two of the car meets and i was like how low can i sit these hydraulics on the motorway like i didn't give a fuck if i was scraping i'm like just try to drop it on the motorway as i'm driving like till i feel that i'm fucking and mate, i'm like tires inside the arches i'm like shit i'm low now man like <laughs> like hopefully there's no fucking pebbles on the motorway or i'm about to fucking cane this car man like but then you oh always know. have that, that voice in the back of your head that's like you go a little bit lower yeah i can go i can go that time I to just go everyone's like right that's enough and you're like yeah you're like but like, is it Is it It enough though? Like I think I've got a wee bit more. Like and then you (laughs) and bro, honestly, see when you're doing that, folk are driving past their fucking wife and kids both hanging out the window with their fucking phones trying to get videos of your car and shit. And like there is no like I get a lot of looks, didn't get me wrong, in the caddy. It's an old eighties car, like Dan was saying earlier. Lots of people check you out because like everyone's got like financed newer cars nowadays, over here anyway, and that they don't see a lot of old shit. So when you drive about, everyone stares at you. But it was a different sort of, like, stare with my Honda because it was, like, so slammed, cambered. And obviously, the lower you went, the more camber you got. It's so fucking loud. Like, no window wipers, no front plate, no indicators. Fuck all. So, like, (laughs) people are like, what the fuck, man? Is going on with that car and that? And I'm like, like, no fucks given, just driving. Uh Like, I would park up and folk would think oh it's got so much to drop and honestly mate i would just click like the button for about half a second and i, I would only move about half an inch and i was uh, like and that was me like because i've been driving it so fucking low Jeez. i'm like and that was me, like me on the ground and i was like good that must have been low enough that whole way then <laughs> like, uh, right. there's one on my instagram of me and the beetle on the high on the
2: interstate like a 70 mile an hour interstate here in town and I went to a photo shoot. with like, I have a friend that I, he's kind of the only person I let take pictures of my cars. His name is Remy Silva. Um, Shut up Remy on Instagram. But I actually blew up my transmission after this uh, photo shoot and I'm on the interstate. And I'm like, there's no, why is nobody passing me? Like, I don't understand why there's no traffic. And I turned my head around and this, this one person is staring at my car so hard. There's like two miles of traffic behind him. Cause he will not pass the car because he's just so awestruck that that old of a car is sitting that low trying to go 50 miles an hour with a blown transmission oh god
0: mate there's a feeling
2: i got it it home just in time for the last of my my transmission fluid was on fire and i pull in my driveway and the last bit of my transmission fluid dripped onto my driveway and then i parked it
0: i tell you something right there's a feeling that dan i hope you get the experience one day well i want to speak
2: on this in a minute
0: when you've got a stance car whatever it may be like and it's like a proper cambered stretch tires fucking real stance car stance car Like right. i hope you feel the feel like because it's just like people's minds must be like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> like because i used to park it in my work and i work for like a sort of ministry of defense aerospace company right so it's quite proper shit like that and i used to drive this honda in in the car park like the hydraulics fucking three wheeling into the car park and shit and like parking (laughs) up and dropping this thing down and i used to come out every lunchtime to set my car and eat my lunch and there was always about five people around the car just having a look at it like what the fuck is going on here like your your rim's hitting your arch and that and i'm like don't yep. worry about it. Like, yep. don't worry about it, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's cool. Don't worry about it. Like well,
2: it's weird here because it's Nevada's still pretty country. Like there's a lot of big diesel trucks and like people that think they're yeah. cow shit. And when I had my golf R, I had people spitting on my car while I was driving around. They hated it so much. What really? the fuck? Yeah, spitting on the lips of the wheels at stoplights and like a couple of people tried to run me off the road and shit. Like it's more acceptable now. That was three years ago, but well, well, know, wow. well, Whoa whoa. Back up, back up, back up
1: you're on you're driving what what car were you driving mark 6 golf r minus
2: 10 minus 12 and people were spitting on your car yep it's spitting on your car swerving at you when they're passing you like trying to scare you and shit like it was Bro, i
0: have never had that i must say
2: but at the same time like you have to think the amount of energy it takes these narrow-minded people to hate a car that much takes way it takes way less effort to love something so like the fact that people are willing to like put that much effort into hating your car is almost more of a compliment than them hating it
0: or them loving it was this a green one yeah that was a green one yeah sick man i like it so i've got a couple of things to say about
1: like being slammed on its ass so the first thing the first thing that appeals to me is eventually one day when i've actually got the money i would love to perhaps get an air ride system going for functionality reasons really. It's because obviously I've got a caddy with a flipped axle and I've done a few sort of bits. I want, I want to use the truck for a truck sometimes. I want to use the back and put shit yeah. in the back. Like the other day we had a double bed and a a, a double bed divan, so the bottom base bit, and we had the double mattress in the back and then another trip we had a king size bed and a king size mattress on another trip and it was just like that wasn't crazy heavy but the tires were scraping on the rear arches like every any bump that we went over it was like <laughs> and i was just like oh man if i could just have if i could just have the option to
2: lift my back end just a tiny bit when i have like a heavy load that would be amazing sounds like you're talking to the wrong people because the fact that it wasn't scraping all the time means you're winning <laughs> well yeah. it's just the
1: stench of burning rubber oh yeah get you'll
2: with. get that that's normal
0: yeah that bro <laughs> see the good thing is see the thing is man right i'm no joking i remember before i started dancing cars and then i would hear like a noise right and i was like what the fuck is that like and i'd be freaking out about it bro like i'd be like like do you know what i mean early in my apprenticeship i'm like fuck's sake like Going home, and I'm like, fuck, we'll have to jack the car up and have a look underneath and shit like that, right? See, after I started stancing and stuff and that, uh, driving about pure on the ground, like, like even the caddy, when I got and I'd fucking put the lowering blocks in the back and all that, and it wasn't even that low, but it was fucking, for Edinburgh roads, it was fucking low, bro. Sure. Right? And honestly, I heard about 10 noises a second. Like, <laughs> there's fucking noises going everywhere i go and there was a noise remember i told you dan there was a noise i was getting right and i was like yes what the fuck is this massive loud noise it's just like it sounds like a fucking generator or something when i'm driving right and it turns mm. out it's because i hadn't took a fucking chassis notch out the the fuck, uh, out the front oh yeah we well, just right? called so the drive shaft yeah so the drive shaft was just getting cut in half right and i'm like oh fuck, i totally forgot about that notch." Like, mm. and I'm I drove this thing for like a month and a half, like with this noise. Like and I was just like, yeah, it's fine. Just go with all the other noises. Like it's totally <laughs> sound. Like just yeah, turn up my radio. Like to not listen to them.
2: You will learn the difference between catastrophic death set, like normal. Yeah. Like yeah, this is just what we've. This is all me that did this.
1: Well, the yeah. other thing as well I was going to say what was quite a cool little feature is that if you've got something that's just slammed to the ground. It, it also sort of doubles as like a security um thing because obviously when you park your car like aaron would say park it turn around probably flick a switch and it just sits on its front fucking...
0: no one can give you no one can clamp you
2: yeah well there's that as well <laughs> no one yeah can you can't you. you can't boot it you can't tow it and then you i know the catalytic converter that's big here and it's huge there mm. but we we don't have that issue in my county because we have no emissions so everybody just sells their catalytic converters anyway
1: Yeah, because they've got, like, uh, what is it, platinum inside? Yes.
0: Uh, Yeah, (laughs) something like like that, yeah.
2: 2,300 American off each catalytic converter or something. Yeah. Some of the Honda
0: ones over here go for a grand or so. Or Priuses. Priuses are the most expensive ones.
1: Yeah. Well, I just remembered as well, that audio that I said, you know, you're going to be way too low. That is from Duck Dynasty, I think. Oh, Duck Dynasty is so fucking funny, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's where it's from um so okay going back to your truck man like we talked about the, the uh the um the framing and, and the tubing and all of that like where do you see this going now have you already got like your end sort of like this is what it's going to look like when it's done or are you sort of like playing it by ear?
2: exactly what it's going to look like i've known it what it was going to look like since the day I the beginning yes man right
0: That's exactly what i'm like Do you want to talk us through it, or do you want to? I have
2: a color chosen for the car as well, Um, but I'm also gonna kind of do like an homage to you guys because I know when you guys do shave like traditional shave bay, you have your bay be an accent color.
0: Yeah. So right. So some people do, but I think I've learned off you guys because I don't like it. I like having mine the same color, but that's because everyone does it the opposite way. Oh yeah. so everyone puts their bay a different color over here if they've done an engine bay, like they'll have a pink engine bay and a fucking blue car, whatever, right? I so I've that. looked at it so much mm. that I'm like, I actually want to just have it the same color, which is what it tends to be Americans do. Yeah. Right?
2: So, so, and that's how everything always is. Like, I want to, yeah. I want to basically be you guys and you guys probably want to be fucking weird. Yeah. I'm <laughs> wanting to be you you want to be me. Yeah. 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 Nor- yeah Northern Nevada fucking weirdos with no rules. Um, but no so the the car is going to be a Corrado color it's going to be ice gray violet metallic on the exterior. lovely and then my entire engine and trans is going to be pure white and i have all the dress-up hardware for the entire motor and trans in black with stainless um all of my suspension will be black and white um and where did
0: you get the sorry and drop where did you get the hardware from
2: all the hardware came from zealous manufacturing jared um he is in michigan And he has specific kits per motor and transmission. So I have the full O2J Trans
0: and the full 1.8T. Did they do them for most Volkswagen engines? Yes. From what I can tell, yeah. Can you send me the link?
2: (laughs) If you DM me right when we get off, I'll I'll send you the link. Yeah,
0: bro. Um,
2: And then I'm torn because I want the 2 frame to be a, a to the car. But I'm also considering doing the entire tube frame and polished and then brushed and then just clear-coating it.
0: That would be, I think, because you're going to do... What's the engine bay white?
2: No, I I don't know what the engine bay color is because everything's kind of like a neutral, nice, mellow color. I was thinking of doing the engine bay just something vibrant and crazy.
0: Right, okay. So I think if you did the frame, I think the thing is, right, So if you you do the actual tubular frame, if you just do it, the sort of polished fucking brushed chromey sorry and uh, not chrome but you know what i mean like the polished look and um, the, the good thing is it'll go with any color
2: oh yeah and then the so, ice cream violet metallic would go good with a green or a glow or, or something but and then when we move on to the cab and the cat i bought it because our us dashes are just that shitty particle board of like vinyl wrapped over them yeah so it's the same as ours basically uh, but okay. on the other side and i have my a pillar bars go straight through where my dash is so in croatia they have these early Westy-style dashes with not the long console that takes an L down with your aircon and everything. They just have the, the upper console part, and it's made of ABS plastic. So I got that, that ABS plastic dash that I'm going to have to hole saw through. It was a $1,000 dash that I have to hole saw um, to fit my tube frame. And then the whole interior of the car is going to be black and gray. And then I'm trading a set of my custom arms for a set of Mark 6 Golf R US spec seats.
0: Cool. I'm into that. Wow. I just literally put my new seats in the other day.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, one-off set at the moment.
1: And what, so you what engine... Uh, Did you say you got the ABA?
2: Are you still keeping that or are you doing something no, else? I, I have a KO... I ha, It's a KO3S 1.8-liter turbo with a built O2J trans with a limited sub-diff.
0: Right. They come out of the Mark Four GTI's... GTI GTI. The O D T T mark 1s, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm
2: probably going to upgrade that to a... I'm going to get a top mount turbo manifold and then probably do a KO4 turbo. And then I actually have a Honda Civic Giant short runner intake manifold. Nice. Um, and then Fast Bunny Metalworks uh, made the intercooler radiator combination that fits in the Mark 1 shroud. Or like the Mark 1... Nice. Uh, Apron, and then it'll all be AccuAir uh, sensor based air ride.
0: Are you using AccuAir? Are you? I wasn't yeah. sure what you were going to use.
2: Um, I actually bought. Have you ever heard of Boat and Auto House out of Los Angeles?
0: I think so. I think I've seen the Instagram page.
2: They only do like hyper cars now, but my friend actually had his Mark 5 GTI. He's from London, actually. He's like one of my best friends, but. He had, his, he had his Mark V GTI bagged by them. It was one of the last, like, normal human cars to be bagged. And I got his full hard line set up from Bowden Auto House. So, so it has, like, the plug delete and everything, so none of the wiring will be visible. It'll be 100% hard lines through the car. Um,
0: nice. The
2: car will also be fuel celled because it's obviously too low to run a standard gas tank
0: i was wondering what you're going to do are you going to run a sort of cover over the bed or what are you no i'm leaving that
2: giant hole in the bed
0: you're just going to leave it like right open
2: well i'm going to add another there's going to be another x brace from the cabin down to where the bars go or where the plates are for the bags and then that's where i'm going to hang my fire extinguisher and then up against the cabin will be where my fuel cell goes and then the air tank will be in the back of the bed there's kind of a little shelf area back there as well you
0: know what'd be cool Uh you did like pair specs like glass oh like uh yeah like plexiglass for the yeah, back window man so you, just over did, that- you get like a custom bit of plexiglass made, like cross and like people can look through the fucking inside like look through the glass and you could have like lights in it so it, like lit up gonna, all the work
2: because it's kind of like janky cut right now because me and jimmy just hacked the shit out of it when we were cutting yeah it. um i'm gonna metal work it so those ribs in the bed they're gonna continue and flip 90 degrees and go down
0: the sides like it's gonna be a, like a beautifully metal worked bed yeah see that's what i mean so you could plexiglass over the top of that like as in like higher up like like, that's kind of hard because there's so many tubes going through it yeah i know that would be the only thing you would have to get it made like literally exactly i'm I'm
2: kind of like i'm not even putting tubs in the car i'm going full open wheel
0: oh wow because
2: i want it to look just ridiculous rolling down the road
1: yeah Yeah. i mean what you're describing it does sound like it is going to be well it's definitely going to be sort of one of a kind and it's uh, i can't wait to see the progress on your are you going to be documenting on instagram quite often or is it just every now and then
2: well yeah no i every day i work on the car i try to post at least one story and then i i I feel like i'm kind of known as the guy in the community whether it's beetles or mark sixes or fives or even caddies at this point i feel like um i'm kind of the guy i'll answer every single dm i get and i'm getting into the business of fabricating these cars and I don't care if i'm getting money from you if i can help you make your car what you want it to be i will do it every single time yeah wow that's so yeah that's that's such a nice there's thing to. too much gatekeeping and there's too much ego involved in this game and when it comes down to like helping somebody who is less fortunate like because I, I make decent money you know so like if if i'll answer i answer every single dm wow Nice
1: speaking of like community um I wanted to ask um who is there anybody in the uh, Volkswagen community that inspires you to sort of like or motivates you to sort of like you know silently you sort of like look at their
2: accounts and think oh fuck me I I should really get on my shit do you know what I mean I mean there's a lot of people that like I mean everybody wants to be Jamie Or right you know everybody wants to be a professional Volkswagen enthusiast that gets paid to build these cars every day but when it really comes down to like having a functioning business of passion, um, mm-hmm. it really comes down to Rod Emery of Emery Motorsports, the guy that builds all the three-five-six Outlaws in Los Angeles. Okay, um, and all he builds is the world's most gorgeous three-five-sixes. Like that, there it's it's second to Singer, but Singer is kind of more of like the modified ones where. Rod Emery is just an artist in every form, like full metalwork cars, no filler. Like,
0: mm. um, I'm, a, I'm a hater of filler, man. I fucking. Hate and then, it.
2: but then, like, as far as like friends in the Volkswagen community, like I, I'm not one to be shy. I, I mean, I'm the shyest person you'll ever meet in public, which doesn't make sense that I build these cars, but, um, <laughs> like, like my friend, like there's there's Austin in his. Uh, at the wild card bitches. He had an incredible caddy as well, um, Fatic on Epsilon's and it was the thing ever. Bless you. Yeah. yeah you. Bless you. Um and then like Nick Chelko, who I saw you guys might be looking to get on the podcast. Like he's a huge um yes yes
1: i saw his um his <laughs> truck on like the facebook group cover photo and i was like yeah. i matched it up with like uh because I, st- I was following him following him on instagram already and i was like
2: that's the same truck and we body dropped our car the exact same time so we were oh, kind really? of he did his way more clean than mine mine was a hack job compared to his his was like surgery really? um
0: but i would yeah. love to learn to weld like you guys we'll, come-
2: we'll fly out anytime i have all the welders here amazing
0: and, oh, wow. and so those
2: those people sort of inspire you in the community yeah well they we all kind of like feed off each other like it's not like a you're looking at them in envy it's like you're looking at them doing something super sick and you can message them and be like dude that's awesome.
0: like dude i tell we- you what chelco's fucking he's oh man like his truck is just so fucking cool man it's man. raw it's raw
2: and he beats the shit out of it. And I love that so much.
0: Is like, this,
2: sorry, is
1: this the guy that is, it, is this like a famous photo going around of of Christmas? Uh,
0: Christmas yeah, tree? man. Yeah. He's got the Christmas tree in the back and his exhaust comes out of the bonnet and shit. And it's is that the same sad. guy? Yeah, man.
2: Oh, right. and then, this is it, This is making sense. And then you have like Rabbit Droppings, who's just like an incredible mechanic and visionary of like, he's the one that just put the Beetle shell over the Mini Cooper chassis and running gear.
1: Right. And I follow this also, guy as well. It's
2: he's fun. also doing like the LS swapped caddy with the full frame car. Like his car is just his his mind. Like some of these people, you literally just want to open their minds and like swim around for a while and see like, yeah, are they crazy. or Are we all crazy? No, and, that makes sense. Bro, and then you, I
0: will I genuinely I'm going to come over. And I'm gonna come over for like three weeks and I'm I have, just gonna weld stuff.
2: I, I own the house. You can come hang out anytime you want.
0: Yeah, man. We're gonna
2: then it. when it comes to like just the epitome of the nicest caddy I've ever seen on the internet. Not an East Coast boy, but uh Forrest Benner's car. Yeah. Clean it's the cleanest car ever, and I kind of jumped into mine wanting it to be that level of fit and finish, just perfectly clean. But I also wanted, like, aspects of modern stuff. I wanted it to lay running boards and just, like, be – the whole car is, like, the epitome of excess because I want it – it's kind of like my business card at this point where, like, you might not be into stance cars, but you can look back and like, – the craftsmanship and know that i can build anything you want
1: yeah definitely yeah man
2: and and going back to the community is there
1: anybody that you follow or there's anybody that sort of stands out in the community that you think they really deserve like more recognition is there anybody that you can think the
2: top of your head like they need more people need to see their work yeah, I think my my friend Austin Beckworth, the Wildcard Bitch, is like he's doing a full body dropped S1 Sirocco made out of quarter inch plate that's gonna be static, and it's he moved the lollipop mounts inside of the cabin so he could drag it so low. Well, we're gonna put his link in the show notes below. So and he's one of my lists- one of my best friends, and he is he's another one of those people that if I could crack his mind open and swim around, I would do it. in oh man, there's we'll put- just so many like my be- one of my best friends also uh Kyle.e30.fab um he kind of when i built my golf r to be green i was scared to do everything you know i was like i'm ruining this car that's worth all this money and all this stuff and he was mm. like stop being such a pussy at the end of the day it's all nuts bolts and sheet metal what can mm. you what can't you undo
1: yeah that's Fair so point. true and it's sort of similar to what i was saying earlier about I wish people would just be a bit more harsher with me and say, and just sort of give me that extra critique. And it's similar to like, if when I when it comes to like working on the truck, I just wish I had someone next to me to say, you know, and I remember when Bobby Ullman was on the show, and there was a funny, he said the funniest line. It was like, I think uh, he was talking about having someone next to you to talk to whilst you're working on a vehicle, and that person is just like I'm in an R in about what they're gonna do and taking their time with it. And you just need someone to say, and this is what Bobby said. He said, uh, uh, "What's happening with that engine, buddy? You're gonna fucking fit that pussy, or am I gonna have to do that on put it on my truck?" And it was just sometimes you need someone there to sort of say, "Come on, fucking do this. Like try it. Just give it a fucking go at least. Don't just sit there on your fucking ass with your finger up your, Do you know what I mean?"
2: It's, it's the five, the five second rule. Right. Is what like successful businessmen. Cause my best friend that lives here close to me and he, he helps me in my garage every day with this car. He needs all the credit in the world. Gabe Hammond on Instagram. That's his ad as well. Um, he's just a young entrepreneur and it's a it, count to five seconds and do it. Right. Right. And what I'm going to do is after the
1: show, I'll collect all those Instagram handles and we'll link them all in the show notes below. So anybody really, really interested in everything we've been talking about today, go into the show notes, make sure you follow these guys, and just, just show them loads of love. Just give them the love and follow, and and it makes perfect sense, right? makes perfect sense. So what we're going to do now, Harrison and Aaron, is we're going to jump to a little ad break, and we're going to come back with questions for the listeners, all right?
0: Yeah, yeah, sir, G. sir.
1: Awesome. Right, guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this
0: you're listening to the monster
1: caddy podcast if you're enjoying today's show make sure you hit the follow button on your podcast player and subscribe to the podcast and hit the notification bell so you get updated every time i release a brand new episode and we've just unlocked the ability for you guys to rate and review the podcast so if you really want to help me out leave me a little tiny review telling me why you like the podcast and maybe give it a five-star review. It just helps us reach a wider audience. I also have my own YouTube channel which is dedicated to documenting all of the restorations of my own Volkswagen Mark I Caddy from 1985. So if you're interested in that sort of thing, I'll leave links in the show notes below. This year in 2022, I'm organising a Volkswagen Mark 1 Camping Weekend. A place for Volkswagen Mark 1 owners to show what they're working on and actually meet each other in person. An event where you can feel relaxed and share food and stories with each other. So if you have a Mark 1 caddy, golf, polo, jetta, cabriolet, scirocco or anything volkswagen mark one please head to the show notes and find the link to our facebook page called mark one mecca make sure you follow the page for details such as dates and location make sure you tag your friends so we can get as many volkswagen mark one owners together and hopefully create an annual event i hope to see you there and finally, make sure you head over to my Instagram account at the MonsterCaddy for daily updates on my own caddy. And it's also the place where you could submit questions for my guests. Now, let's head back to the show. You're listening to the Monster Caddy
0: podcast. I tell you what, right, what? if I come over and I've still not got a fucking gem top, <laughs> you guys let me be assuring you all. I will be I don't, fucking not
2: think it, A gem top isn't going to
0: fit in your fucking carry-on. Oh, trust yeah. me, man. I will pay whatever the fuck I need to pay. Man, I'll be fucking I'll, I'll for one. It.
2: I know my friend Austin had a gem top on his caddy that he sold to somebody, and it was like the most stanced, ridiculous caddy ever, and then the kid fucking put it back to stock when he got it to his house. It was the saddest day in the entire world. Austin. who's What's his name? Oh, wait. I got it. I got it. I got
1: it. Austin yeah, Beckwith. Yeah, oh wow, has he got a mountain green? Oh my god, he's got a mountain green. You love mountain green,
2: he sold that to a kid in northern Pennsylvania. They trucked it from Oregon to Pennsylvania and then the kid put it back to stock. All right, you ready? Yep, yeah. Welcome back
1: to the Monster Caddy podcast. I'm here with Harrison Evans and Aaron Liston. Now we have the all important questions from the listeners every week. Before the show, I put it out onto my Instagram stories. If you want to submit any questions from my guest that week, that is where you can submit them. Now, Harrison, most of these questions are probably going to be directed to you. But let me tell you, you've probably got the most submitted questions we've ever had on the podcast. Granted, a lot of them are from the same person, which we can oh. get to and do a lightning round maybe. But uh, I wonder yeah. who it is. Say again. Oh, who is it? The person who sent the most
2: questions is Caro. Is it Carothers? Carothers' content. Oh, Carothers' content. That's the guy that did the the video of my car. Oh
1: right, okay. We can talk about that in a minute if you want. Let's uh, yeah. let's get
2: through these questions. So, uh,
1: let's see. Who do we want to talk to? Who's going to send a question
2: first? So we've got uh, Gleezy Graffy. Does that make oh, any sense to you? Yeah, Auntie's Caddy. He's he's the the guy in Europe that has the the insane rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Cantilever yeah. Cantilever suspension car, uh, creme de la creme. This is the green one, right? Yeah. What's the what's the guy's name? It's uh, Gleasy. Gle- yep. Gleasy oh, does Graf- spell?
1: G-L-E-A-S-Y Graffy. G-R-A-P-H-G.
0: Uh, I got him. I got him oh i've seen this car man this is fucking yeah. next level it gets
2: around on instagram doesn't it
0: yeah man it's, it's fucking like, an, so cool. like an
2: eight or nine year build like he's done, he's redone that car so many it's it's art it's so gorgeous <sighs> he's actually agreed to be on the podcast one day it's uh I
1: be would it, t- another story to tell
0: to this guy he's fucking yeah. done a very good job on that mm.
1: okay so his question is sent in it says uh so did you select Caddy for its cargo features or for hauling your
2: massive balls around? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, considering the fact he'll be able to carry about a half gallon of milk in the back, I think it's to carry my big old ball. <laughs>
1: now, he does submit another question. He says, all the best to you, Harrison. And it's cool that we're featuring him, well, featuring Harrison on the podcast. And he says... "Um." How much of a trial and error process
2: has this build been? It's a lot. I mean, like um one thing was we did the we did the tube frame and then um I got it home and then I ordered have you guys heard of CK Water Waterworks, like CKW2? Greg's Instagram. Um, um he does the double bellow front bags for caddies and then he also does a completely hidden Brake master cylinder under the dashboard that uh, piggybacks off of your pedal box. Right. Okay. So, so I got my car home and then that showed up in the mail. And my bar, like your knee bash bar under the dashboard, is great. And then I get this brake kit, even fit behind the bar. So then I had to cut my tube frame, put in removable interlocking tube clamps, and then do like 40 pie cuts on this piece of bar to make it squiggle around it. And that was like a three-day process in itself. Everything in life, I think, comes down to trial and error and getting up, pulling your boots up and going at it twice as hard. I think
1: you're absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. Well, that that was sent in from him. And our next question sent in from uh Kid Ricard. And he says, for Harrison... For a project as balls deep as yours, where did you learn s- skills for fab and building? Now, we've already sort of touched on this before, but is is there any any uh, where else that you've learned all your skills
2: from? Um, well, all, the whole welding and fabrication thing kind of came from my Beetle, where I had somebody that was helping me weld and I was paying him to come over. And, you know, you can't really move on to the next thing until this welder shows up and then he cancels on you five times. And I was like, with the money I've spent paying this guy to blow me off, I could buy a welder. Mm. I, can, I can spend a week learning how to weld and I could probably make shit stick together. Yeah. And that kind of is what carried me. And now I have a nice uh MIG welder, like a wire feed welder. And then I, I've had my TIG welder for a year now. And then that's just... It opens your eyes to welding absolutely anything together.
1: Now, just very, very briefly, um, just very briefly, if you can, because obviously there's different types of welding, right? There's TIG welding and MIG welding. And I used to follow a guy who used to make push bikes, so bicycles here in the UK. And I actually bought one of his frames. And I think he said he used a TIG welder. And it looked amazing. Um,
2: do you know the, what, the, what are the differences between MIG and TIG? So welding? MIG, MIG welding is a... DC welding, unless you get an aluminum spool gun and switch the polarity of your machine to AC welding, alternative current. Um, right. But pretty much the one where you just hold hold the whip in your hand and you pull the trigger and then the wire feeds out and it creates the arc. Yes. Uh, TIG welding is where you're holding your arc in one of your hands and then your hand feeding your wire. And you guys over there kind of use a finger switch for your heat. But yeah. here, here in the US, it's more common to use a foot pedal. So you're, you have kind of have a gas pedal with your right foot you're creating your arc and making your patterns with your... I'm left-handed, so I use my left hand, and then my right hand is feeding the wire in as needed. Right. Okay,
1: thanks for clearing that up. Um, next question sent in from Mr. Rabbit. And he says, what is your favorite pizza topping?
0: I swear to God, these pickles off it. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, I'm more of a cheese pizza guy, but if I had to pick one, it would just be pepperoni. Pepperoni. Aaron?
0: Yo, I would say... Favorite? Pizza, I would say, hmm, I like chicken, but I like pepperoni too. <laughs> Can't fucking decide, man.
1: Now, do you want to jump in with the questions from this? What was his, um, Car- is this- our others'
2: content? His name is Brian. Brian, should we jump in all he of his did. questions? I'm, we're about ready to bag his uh, K s actually,
1: right. Now, you can just do like a speed round with these if you want, because there's quite a lot. Um, He says, uh, does he sit down when he pees? Um, I mean, it's more comfortable.
2: Okay. What cat does he want to build next? Oh, I'm sure sure he means car, but we already covered that. It would probably be a Mark 1 Jetta Coupe or a Mark 2 GTI. Yeah, I just noticed that would be a a spelling mistake
1: there. Uh, What got him into welding? uh the n-
2: uh the unwillingness to wait on other people yes <laughs> left wicks or right twix uh, i'm a heathen so i'll open the package and eat both at the same time yes absolutely same. skull
1: brother <laughs> <laughs> uh when is too much camber a
2: thing or is it a thing anything over minus 25. When, uh, the back, when the back of your wheels are sticking out past your uh, wheel arches is too much.
0: Yes, I agree I agree with that, actually. And, really-
2: and that really, at that point, your car not only looks fucking stupid. I mean, I guess they all look stupid, but that's just subjective. You can't really go low at that point because the force on your hubs is so much that it just, it's not, And in an engineer mind, it's not possible.
1: Mm. Uh, next question is, why did you choose to build a caddy? It was just, it was,
2: yeah, the ease of getting it, like we said earlier. And um, I never really, I wanted, I wanted the challenge.
1: Mm. And last question of his is, who's your favorite videographer? <laughs> I It would be you, Brian. Awesome. Um, next is sent in from Anderson, I think, some guy called Anderson uh not a question but mark six slapped beetle was hard as fuck caddy is going to shut down with some goat emojis anderson as in just yeah anderson
0: with and an x Anders
2: and as an x as the o bro i actually know him his name's ben yeah he told me he told me you could talk for ages aaron and that we were gonna have a great time all right okay
0: all right well that's fucking good news Tell, <laughs> um, i literally was well the other day
1: Uh, next question sent it well. Actually, it's not a question, it's uh, no poke, no love, which is actually a guy called Mark who I've been speaking to, and he's going to be on the podcast soon. He just said, Hate is going to hate, keep stacking dimes.
2: Yeah, that's that's Mark. We talk like three times a week,
1: and oh, there you go. That's a
2: that's a welding thing. We send each other our welds all the time.
1: Can I just say it is quite interesting now that I'm sort of branching out and speaking to a lot of people all over the US and people in the uk it's amazing how sort of connected we all are and we don't even know it yet do you know what i mean it's like yeah like well, a, for our, example i'm
2: talking our to computer, you yeah and our community is so willing to help anybody else like the other day i was welding and he looks at my story and he tells and he's like what cubic feet an hour are you running on your argon and i was like i don't know like 27 28 he's like crank that up to 35 and turn your amps up five and i was like okay cool and i did it and it was just like a, a really simple thing for him to offer that help and it changed everything because I'm self-taught, mm. you know, so I'm not one to be like, Oh, fuck you and your opinion. I'm like, okay, does this work? Mm. It's amazing. Cause like, as you probably would have seen
1: yesterday and the day before, I've been trying to get my, my rear, my reverse lights working. Yeah. I've like- owned the I- caddy. I've never, I've never seen the reverse lights working like, and there's so many wires loose in the engine bay. I need to clear up and, I took it to a, a, a garage here in the U, in the UK and I was like, look, I I, I think it was when I got my uh, coilovers installed. And it was one of those jobs where I didn't want it to do it myself because apparently you can lose a brain or an eye or something. So I was like, look, I don't have the right tools. I'm very, very green. Can you do these coilovers for me? It was like, yeah, yeah, sure. And I was like, also, um, can you have a look at the reverse light? Because it doesn't work. Yeah, 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 sure. Got it back. Coilovers done still ain't got a reverse light and i was like did you forget something and uh yeah just he didn't do it so I've, i don't know. i've always wanted to if do you, it if you look at your engine bay i think that would scare anybody <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> I've, I've um especially having two fuse boxes as well but uh, so obviously yesterday I've, I've been posting up for a past couple of days like if anybody knows anything about this reverse light let me know and literally like in that day i had about 50 dms message me all these people coming through saying this is what you need to do. This normally happens. People do this. People relocate that yada, yada, yada. And it's like, fuck me. I'd sit and just go. I I spent ages and ages on the shitter on the toilet, just trying to get through all of these messages so I could answer and reply to people. And it's just amazing the amount of people that come through. And are so willing to help. And I'm sure you've both experienced that same sort of thing where you've put something out there and it's like, like Aaron says, folk are just Willing to just spend ages And Aaron is one of those
0: people Just willing to spend ages talking to, And talking something through with people Bro, I, I fucking, it was this young guy I remember Must have been about the start of last year And mm. he was like Obviously just bought his first car it was a Honda at the time And uh, it Like completely standard Fucking, do you know what I mean, like first project I think it was 16 or something And honestly, man, like, he didn't understand, obviously, like, offset, wheel width, etc. Like, you know yourself, it's complicated when you don't get it. Once once you've clicked it, it's fucking easy. But it's hard when you don't really get it. And then uh, he was, like, talking to me back and forth in message. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, what's your fucking number? And he was Mm. like, what? And I was like, what's your phone number? And he was like uh this, and I was like, "Cool, give me a second, bro." I was on the phone on for nearly two hours, eh? Just wow. explaining, like, because he started asking more questions. He was like, "Oh, like I didn't think you were gonna reply, because like normally people that have got nice cars don't reply to like to help other people." And I was Jeez. like, "I'm obviously gonna fucking reply," and he was like, "I really appreciate the fact you've like phoned me." I was on the phone for so long. He's like, "Man." I've actually written some of the stuff you said down so I can remember it. And, uh, That's amazing. That Man, like, yeah. sound. Like, just fucking message me if you need anything else. And if I know it, I'll help you. I'm not mm. saying I know everything, but if I can fucking, if I do know it, then I'll help. Like, as simple as that. Like, I went through specs one well, fucking tire stretch. Like, what sizes might be all right? Like, stuff like that. Like, what, what's the best thing for hydraulics? And I've had air before, so then we're talking about air. And then, and honestly, the conversation just went on for ages. But the guy, like, obviously, that just kept asking the questions that he obviously wanted to ask someone, but he didn't want to bombard them. Mm. And i was just like, "Yo, just ask me the fucking, ask me the questions, bro. Like, it's sound." And then yeah. The yeah. Fucking... And you,
2: you just like, you just blossomed somebody's enthusiasm too. Yeah, yeah. man. Because like, yeah.
1: if
2: people are, a dick, if people are a dick to you every single time, why would you want to be in this culture in this, in this yeah. scene? That's exactly oh. it. And Bro, he was so
0: excited after it, man. Like he was buzzing to build his car.
2: Yeah, and yeah. he's gonna go work harder and get a better job, and that could have literally changed his life.
0: Yeah, man. And I'm glad that I helped him. Do you know what I mean? And I've I've seen his car since uh, one or two shows down. So it's just it's coming on, man. Do you know what I mean? He's he's took advice, and it's it's do not you know, about. Do
1: you know what's amazing as well? Is obviously. You guys know I'm I'm fairly new to this whole scene and fixing my car. I mention it every time. Every time I do something on the car, or the caddy, I'm doing it for the first time. I've mentioned that I'm very yeah. new to it, but I still I get messages from people still, all from all over the place asking me questions like that I don't even know the answer to. But because I'm doing this podcast and I've made all these connections with people, and I know all these people now all over the world. I sort of know who the right person is that they should go and speak to. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. For example, if someone asked me about wheels, I can then point them in the direction of like Poplin or Aaron or someone else who's in like super into wheels. Or Harrison. They, yeah, Harrison. <laughs> or if, if uh, do you know I mean? this is exactly it? Like Harrison. Today, I'm I'm learning more about Harrison, and I if someone came up and said, look. I want to do something outrageous and do this and build this and that and weld that. I'll be like, right. I know someone. And I'll just forward Harrison's Instagram and say, look, just give this guy a, a nice sweet message. He's, he's working real hard right now, but uh, apologize and just say, <laughs> I've got a question or two and, and, you know, just help each other. And be, like I said, um, I might not know the answer, but because I've got these connections, I can point them in the right direction.
0: Bro, the thing is, it's just about everyone being helpful. Yeah. Like, and, I, and I, honestly, man, it fucking pisses me off nowadays because it happens in real physical life as well, where it's like you see someone fucking, their bag breaks, all their shopping falls out. I remember just at Christmas there, fucking the woman was quite old and her fucking bag, kind of like it was just a Sainsbury's bag or whatever, fucking ripped and all her shopping fell out on the ground. There was fucking 30 people there, man, and not one fucking person went to help her so i like walked right across the whole room do you know what i mean like there was about a good fucking 15 people between me and her that could have mm. even but fucking everyone didn't even look man i was like fuck see that fucking bastards man i went over and i was like oh like obviously noticed that the bag was then ripped i was like wait give me two seconds so i took i only had one thing in a bag it was like a coloring book for my daughter so i took it out and i thought i'll just i told her to hold it and then i was like just use just you take my bag um mm. tend to put your shopping in as like so you can obviously get like to your car do you know what i mean but it's like and i was just like and she was like oh thanks like so much and that and it's like it's like oh my god like do we actually live in this fucking society where people didn't even want to help mm. other fucking people like
2: well, i've got co- a- added to
0: that. Bro, a lot like i think about all had- the time bro
2: and i feel like COVID added to that because now nobody wants to even be near anybody
0: true yeah. And bro, I think about it all the time because I've got a three-year-old man, right? So I'm like, in fucking 15 years time or whatever, she's going to be out in the real world, man, like with the rest, of everyone else, right? And if it's already this bad now and it's going that direction, like it's going not in the, pro- it's not going in a positive direction, it's going in a negative direction, right? So how bad is it going to be when she comes around? So then I try and show her, like give the example of like, I try and set her a positive example of like you do help people and you be polite and fucking mm-hmm. and because and if more people do that then eventually it'll be okay and it's the same on Instagram and shit like that as well you message people and they're just fucking unhelpful mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? but this society this community what I have noticed with the Volkswagen stuff is everyone is pretty fucking helpful man like I literally messaged poplin yesterday I think it was asking him about gem tops and he literally says I might have one came back to me today and says i don't have one in my car pile but i will fucking find you one and yep. i was like dude like this guy doesn't need to do that for me but he's gonna look anyway that type of shit dan's been a big help as well he's fucking been looking all over the place for them and i'm like do you know what that's cool like i like, like, I one. respect that man like that's fucking big help for me do you know what i mean i'll find you one well, the Mate. thing is,
1: as well, is that people... It, I've I've come to learn that a lot of people all over the place might just have these things lying
0: around. That's it. Especially in the States, man. Got. Especially in the States. Like, you guys have fucking acres of land, a lot of you guys. Like, big acres of land. Like, like do you know what I mean? Like, Poplin's got fucking however much land, and he's got so many Volkswagens. Like, it's, we don't really have that over here. But mm. you guys over there, like, you guys can have fucking... 50 plus cars sitting on a bit of land and you don't even know what the fuck you you've got like oh yeah
2: there's there's a lot of people with hordes and the the sad thing is a lot of people aren't even willing to sell them and they don't i mean people are probably apprehensive to give me a car and i totally understand but like a normal person that's looking to like restore a car like you that car can live on all know, live on and that's my jimmy the guy that's my mentor for the fabrication stuff, he liquidated his entire stockpile of parts and he sold them for a fraction of the cost of somebody else just to like infuse the Northern Nevada, Northern California market of quality parts from an enthusiast that like, he doesn't need them anymore.
0: He wants to like inject all of that good shit back in. Yeah, man. I've got me. I did the same with my Honda when uh, I, uh, when I started selling all the bits, like, Cause I've got rid of the car now I, I broke it into bits and started selling it but I also had a lot of bits lying around like I was just selling shit for fucking just pennies man compared mm-hmm. to what I fucking bought well, and, for and, I was just and, trying and, to bring people to man
2: you're never gonna get all your money out of a, a project
0: like nah that. no way man because we're, we're
2: just... doing it we're doing it to like feed our souls and our passion to I mean I say this tr- as I'm trying to start a business building these cars but like it, it the passion the profit don't always go together.
0: No, I I think it's it's about like these things that I would have sold, they would have funneled more people's builds and 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 brought a bit more like oh, I really need something like that. Oh, let me, let's get this fitted and and you you help other people with the builds there because you've given them the bits and then they'll go like like the, the wheels that I sold. They were like they went on a guy and he, it was for his wife and the the Fiesta, and he was like. I brought them down and he was like look do you think these are going to fit because they're obviously really wide eh? and I was like I was like do you know what man like I think yeah like I, I think these can fit like I, I think this is what we need to do and I actually helped them out with it like do you know what I mean I was like this this is how we get them to fit and fucking I was like do you know what I mean I'm just selling the wheels but I still wanted to try and and now I see the car go to shows and stuff and I'm like fuck they look so good man like, because I know that they now fit, do you know what I mean? Mm. And it's, like, nice to help people with the builds, but also, like, you feel like by selling the parts and you're selling them a bit cheaper, you're just helping someone along with another step of their build. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, another step of their fucking story or their, their plan or whatever. Because not everyone's mm. as financially fucking well-off as everyone else. So some people are well-off, some people aren't. And But if everyone just... Is okay about it and tries to sell things for like if everyone's not just in it for the money, and just in it for the passion, then it will be it will all be a lot easier. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh yeah, and I actually, have even start
2: on. even starting this business and
0: everything. Like I'm
2: not trying to be a rich man at the TV show. I'm trying no, to build, no. trying to build enthusiast parts for
0: enthusiasts, by an enthusiast. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it should be. Like I, I actually like for ages. Where so like yeah. i wanted to do like cause i'm really thinking about hardware for like for engine like for like full blocks gearboxes like kind of underneath the whole lot like i'm really thinking about like nice hardware because it it means it's a small thing but it means the most man it makes a big fucking difference it's, and uh, uh, it's just like like i bought stuff for uh from downstar for my honda and it proper nice done man titanium bolts and it was like allen keys everything was an allen key so it was easier not to round it and just like it was all like polished and shit like that and like i got like nice really smart polished washers with all and stuff like that and it was all like it just like color color coordinated and stuff and i was like this is really well done i was like but do you know when you look at something go like i would like to do that but put my own spin on that and like do something on my own and like it makes a big difference like i really like it
2: yeah i get that
0: (laughs) (laughs) smell man
1: wow and on on that whole thing of being generous and, and giving back into the community like obviously i'm you guys know my project that i've got coming up and that i'm working on so obviously i've started to take off parts of the interior and things like that and I have no interest in getting any money off of them, but like some of them are obviously too far gone that you just there's no point in trying to sell them. They're just scrap. But like, I I'm mean, gonna I, I was gonna keep this under wraps, but I've got a a rear a rear window coming very very soon, and um obviously my my bubble window that I've got on it now. I had that originally donated to me in the first place because my sliding window smashed. So someone yeah. said, here, have a bubble window. Obviously, this bubble window they gave me, it's very um, smeary. Like, there's you can't really see through yeah, it. Same, same oh, as yeah, same as me, man. It's near opaque. But, like, the fact that someone donated that to me, you know, for a fact, I'm just going to put it up on some Facebook group and say, who wants this? You can have yep. it for free. Yeah. It. Um, and, uh, and I'll just have, you know... Whereas some people might be like, oh, see if I can get about 50 pounds off of this then or something like that. And I just think now nah, like if 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 it's hard to explain without going into details, but um, if you're being given stuff for free to replace something else, why not try and help someone else by giving your piece for free to somebody else and just keep that positive. the positivity grows do you know what i mean it grows and yeah you'll inspire the next person to, to give something away i, well, I
2: hope so unless they'll do that pay it forward shit in the drive throughs where they do that like you'll pay for the person behind you's food right right a small act of kindness like that can go so far and that that ripple effect like aaron you helping that kid up that that could have changed his life and he could run one of the most successful like players classic style show or shops. yeah
0: you never even know do you know yep. what i mean
2: well, you guys must know Clint and
1: Poplin. We've we've spoke about Poplin already, but Clint as well. You must know Clint um, over in Florida, and he, both of them guys, have helped me out a bunch amongst other guys in the in the community. But the thing is, if people like that are so willing to like just help me out, whether it's hooking me up and sending me free, some parts and and helping me out with rare parts that we just don't get over here. Like, all I want to do is, like, scream their names from the rooftops and get everybody to go and show them love and try and... Do you know what yeah. I mean? These guys are becoming, like, my best friends sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? They're so helpful in this community.
2: It's amazing.
0: And yes. as,
1: far
2: as, as far as your rear harness being messed up, at least you didn't put an angle grinder through it and cut it in half. Ah. So, that's what I did to mine. Oh, so, right. I'm going to have to, like, custom wire my whole rear end of my car.
0: I would love a company that did custom loom. There's
2: a uh, there's a really good company called TBC Shop in the U.S. that does like engine swap harnesses that are really trimmed down and nice and they'll extend them and do all that stuff for a shave bay. Ooh. But I have not been able to find a rear chassis harness anywhere. They yeah, don't... same
0: as me. Same as me. Be... They always do the engine one, but they yep. never do the rest of them.
1: The search continues.
2: Uh, but, um... I, have a, I have an electrician friend that I'm going to bribe with beer and pizza to wire my <laughs>
0: Nice.
2: All right, let's go back to the questions from the listeners.
1: We have got two more. Uh, the second, the second to last question is from your girlfriend. Is it your girlfriend or your wife? Girlfriend, soon to be wife. So nice man. She just says Harrison is so hot and happy birthday.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's blushing right now. So thank you. Bless. Um, the
1: next, the last question is sent in from our very own Derek from VW Caddygram on Instagram. Everybody knows that guy. Yeah. Probably, Arguably the most famous Instagrammer out there, but um, in this community, he says, what projects have inspired you to make the direction that you did with the Caddy?
2: Um, Mine would have to be, it would be Gleasy Graffy. Yeah. I saw his car. I was like, I I was like, shit, I don't want mine to take nine years. But I was also (laughs) like, this, this platform is pretty this platform is pretty unlimited and like i mentioned at the beginning highline anton seeing his body drop and his i'm not doing a fully removable front end because it's just too much work but seeing the fit and finish on his vehicles and just he does everything himself too and like any anything is possible if you have the time and disposable income
0: Mm. i'm actually looking at Gleezy's one right now and it's it, making me want to do change my and just he's been that.
2: inspired <laughs> yeah no, and it's it's just so gorgeous i mean three-wheel drive the he's redone the arches about 10 times the cantilever rear end like it, it's,
0: it's amazing i don't have the fucking the welding capability at the moment to do that but well, i not, want not to until have, you come
2: visit me and then you're gonna go home and just
0: Start God building. building cutting this. <laughs> the only difference mine will be is mine will have a gem top on it, man. That's the fucking difference. Yeah, uh, I will. a fucking bread van when I'm rolling in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, okay, so I have some some other questions that I want to ask you, uh, Harrison. And this is sort of linking back to what I was saying earlier about the possibility of me, maybe Aaron as well, going over to the US now. Okay. My question to you is have you been to
2: Mark One Madness? No, all those east coast shows are like over 27 hours away from me. I did Holy think this, I did think the the issue would be is obviously traveling. You'd probably have to fly there, right? Yeah, and then I I think the experience is really hindered by not having a car there and I, yeah. I did hear when you went on with Mark One Madness and you said that basically no matter what if you show up and your friends they'll get you in a car but i think Mm -hmm. it's i mean ideally one day i would have like you know a giant diesel truck with a gooseneck trailer and take three of my builds across the country to go to different shows but yeah we we have we have leavenworth here on the on the west coast which is in washington which is like a couple hundred mile cruise to like a bavarian style town It's not Mark 1 specific. It's more Volk's like Euro specific. Right. But that's still, for me to go to Washington is a 12 and a half hour drive. Yeah, geez, man. I learned this quite me Me being near Reno, like I'm in northern Nevada, everybody thinks that Vegas is just the next town over. For me to get to Las Vegas is nine and a half hours.
1: Yeah, this is the thing that I learned very early on when talking to people like Bobby and Mike Polly and, you know, all the rest of the guys billy clint uh poplin is this you guys we don't under, we don't fully understand it here in the uk because we uh, can go like we've said before we can go i can go from my place here in the very south of the uk to up to aaron in up in the north in scotland in in um edinburgh i can get to him in about seven or eight hours whereas over there for you guys if you want to go and see like a friend who lives like you know, in the next state or whether you've got a really planned this journey, you might even fly there. And you might even take like a couple of days driving somewhere. And it's, it's, we've heard people on the podcast say that they've had, they've driven to madness, and it's taken them like 15 or 16 hours to get there. And then 15 and 16 hours back,
2: like they're driving longer than the time that they're actually staying there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? exactly and i mean even for us to go to that utah show i brought up earlier called scrape fest it's a seven hour drive and that's Mm. what that's a direct shot only stopping for fuel
0: yeah yeah that's fucking like that's like the whole fucking uk yeah
1: this is what i don't think uk uh caddy or volkswagen owners anybody who's interested in in who's, who's who's a car enthusiast this is what I sometimes I don't think that people in the UK wrap their head around is that you guys in America are just so willing to to really drive so far or travel so far just to get to these shows. Where I think over here, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but I think over here in the UK people are a little bit more stubborn.
2: Um, but well, I, it's, I, it's like I think I, how far is it when everybody goes to Warthorsea? Well well oh man, here, far
0: right. as fuck, man.
2: Yeah, that's it, like in uh, Switzerland days. Or, um, like days. or something. So, yeah, that that's like the equivalent of me trying to get to Madness or um, Alpine Bag Fair in Helen, Georgia, like stuff like mm. that. That's the equivalent. And sadly, the West Coast just doesn't really have that Euro-specific car meat thing. And now, West Coast, we have the issue with the takeovers and stuff where – They do all the shutdowns on the streets and do burnouts in their stock V6 Camaros and get the cops called. So, like, when I do go to a car show in California, the the trick is you show up two hours early and you leave an hour and a half after the show because the first hundred cars that leave the show are going to get impounded or ticketed.
1: Jeez. And Um, and talking about, like, traveling in America, have you done any road trips? Is that your thing?
2: Have you sort of done cross-country stuff? I am really like a kind of a West coast guy. When I lived in Colorado, I always said, I only think West. Right. Um, like I've traveled all across the West coast, but as of like, since I moved to Nevada five years ago, I've been like on this mission to build these cars and I, I work five days a week. So really like I have been in grind for five years. Um, but this year I'm going to make an effort. I'm gonna try to go to Leavenworth. I'm gonna try to make it to the E30 picnic in Washington. as well because my friend, um, my tattoo artist, actually has a really—he has two really sick E30s. Um, and then I'm gonna be going at, to Utah for scrape fest for the opener and the closer. And then, um, I mean, if somebody's willing to pay my ticket to SEMA, I'll try to get my truck done for
1: that. It's so weird that you mention your tattoo artist because literally, my next question is about tattoos because. I notice you've got your hands and is it your fingers tattooed? And Aaron yeah. is heavily tattooed as well.
0: Yeah, I've got uh, whole body them.
1: Yeah, I was wondering if there, there was. Sorry.
0: Hey man. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I was wondering. Have you ever considered getting a Volkswagen
2: tattoo? Or actually, or... I'm I'm saving my left. The top of my left hand is going to all my tattoos are black and gray. I'm going to be doing a chrome effect uh, Volkswagen logo on the top of my left hand. Wow. Very cool. Very, I I've not got any
0: that, fucking man. hands left. <laughs> <Especially> <laughs> having any space? Yeah, I'm not got a lot of space, man. But I'll I'll try and find some. I'm happy to get some. And if you guys come out here, we'll get best friend tattoos. Yeah, hey, man.
2: Woo-hoo.
1: Volkswagen
2: friends. I'll have to get on my fucking <laughs> island or something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, find a little. We'll find a little gap somewhere we can fill. Yeah.
0: Oh man. All the gaps are sore, man.
2: Um. What I say. The other thing I wanted to know is, do
1: you have like a favorite set of wheels? This is something that me and Aaron talked about with um, Jack on the previous episode. Do you have like a wheel set that you're like, this is my favorite all-time
2: set of wheels? I mean, I'm gonna say this selfishly, but the wheels for the caddy are named after me, so I think I kind of have to choose those ones. Oh really? Yeah, that's my si- That's my signature four by one hundred wheel. Wow. Well, I'm I just did...
0: gonna tell you all that I've just broke my horn. Uh oh. I was fucking about then I've pulled it off by mistake.
2: Wow. But um I mean just just I'm like a, a pretty big fan of wheels but at the same time like you know like everybody loves BBS but there's some point where you need to stop fucking step-lipping them to 27 inch wheels. Oh man. Like satellite dishes. Mm. Um I mean there's a lot of iconic wheel like Gaudis are really nice, Epsilons yeah. are so, like all those old wheels are so badass and then like even like three-piece conversion p-slots and stuff like that like all those conversion sets rear man or even like the e30 bottle caps turned into three-piece wheels like there's so many there's there's so many limitless options but um because of my relationship with the company i partner with i have to choose the wheels that are named after me i think yeah what
1: what (laughs) if you didn't what if you didn't have those let's just put those to a side for a sec they're a given but what what other wheels out there maybe you've had them in the past before on previous vehicles or or maybe you've always wanted a set of these wheels what would they be
2: oh i think
1: it the
2: the thing with wheels is it's really about the car yeah, yeah. totally agree totally
0: but like, I like if rfs
2: i had to like make a beautiful glass table with a welded frame in my house that had wheels under it it would be a, a set of epsilons
1: epsilons nice. okay Excellent. Well, Harrison, we, oh man, there's so much we could carry on talking about. What, what are your like immediate future plans for, for maybe not just the caddy, but what are your sort of future
2: plans for you? What, does what the next couple of months look like for you? Um, I'm really hoping these control arms start to take off. I have had like five orders for them, but I, I'm actually pretty close like social media friends with Josh from like hell. Um, and he actually just drew up my logos for my fabrication business so the next couple months is me starting my llc and getting my insurance and hopefully getting a shop under my belt and then starting to take on uh, somebody from washington actually hit me up to do a full tube frame for their car at, at race spec nice. so I'm, I'm hoping that that'll take off i'm really trying to provide a service to people that i feel like has been lacking because now everybody's going to russia for all these camber kits and things for their cars when there's plenty of skilled people here in the united states that can provide great parts to them yeah and so do
1: you have like a an instagram or a website set up already for this kind of thing i've
2: been waiting to get my league like legal side covered um but the the name of the shop will be freeland fabrication that's my middle name, um so it's kind of in honor of my grandmother. Right. Um, yeah, I will be ideally starting that in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. Well, anybody that obviously listens to the show
1: today will be able to go into the show notes and find your Instagram anyway. And if they follow you on Instagram, they'll be able to keep up to date with, you know, the, your your hopes and dreams and your future, this this shop that you want to um, realize into reality. so everybody should go and follow you and keep up to date with all your movements i think um aaron did you have any other sort of like topics or questions you
0: wanted to sort of i'd like to buy a set of lure control arms do you have a mark five or mark six or you are you looking for the mark ones mark ones
2: okay um i'll be able to extend those as far as you would like so you just have mine are two inch extended but also my top hats are set inboard another four inches like i yeah um but I, i'm still on stock axles without axle spacers so any, i think two inches is safe so once i have a set made and i have a template i will yeah yeah just give them. me a shout
0: man no rush man i'll just or whatever and you've got all template made and stuff i'm ready or if, you're
2: feeling, if you're feeling really froggy you can come out here and weld your own set
0: yeah that sounds even <laughs> i'm ready to fucking do that
1: so harrison you've got the uh this amazing machine that you're putting together do you have like an estimated time that you'll be sort of near finishing or is it sort of like it's trial and error sort of thing and you you don't have anything set in concrete yet
2: originally i had a deadline but then i found myself wanting to cut corners to make things happen faster which i don't right. think it's proper process of building a car
0: yeah i don't like that either Uh, man it's fucking hard what
2: what i'm gonna be doing now is i'm gonna be dedicating i have the 59 beetle build that i'm doing a static 59 beetle full body off um and then i'm also building an ls3 swapped 89 mazda rx7 fc for a friend what is is he gone
0: he's definitely just done that thing again
1: uh Just towards the end.
0: Yeah.
2: Hey, So yeah. sorry, carry on what you're saying. Um, so I have two other cars I'm doing, so I'm going to be dedicating a week to those and then two weekends a month to my car. I have only a few, like a handful of things that are pricey left to buy for it. Um, so I'm hoping to have it done by middle or end of summer. And done is in quotations because these cars are never done. Yeah, I think everybody knows that already about their own cars, don't
1: they? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it sounds like you've got your hands full as well. You've got other bits and bobs.
2: Well, uh, I have, have the car, and then I also, I'm also i taking um, ownership of a brand-new 2022 Mark 8 Golf R next week, and then I'm planning on bagging that almost immediately and straight piping it and getting it flash-tuned and being obnoxious. Um, wow. Would you say the Caddy is like your main sort
1: of project or, or oh, would yeah. you say it's just part of the fleet?
2: No, it, that's that's the passion project. When it comes to a newer car, like we said earlier with like the Fast Boys and stuff, they're all kind of cookie cutter. You know, you can you can kind of get everything out of the box and slap it on. And yeah. then, I mean, it'll be, it's a financial burden, of course, because bags are so goddamn expensive now. But as far as like time in the car... I only really see four days getting that car exactly where I want. Um, so uh, yeah, aside from the financial part, that's more of just like, and I'm kind of going your guys' style of like, uh, zero lip, 19 inch, three piece wheels tucking.
0: So, yeah. I, can,
2: so I can still fully take advantage of the performance package. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that one's kind of like the ripper. Cause the caddy not a daily driver. Everybody can see that. I know people talk shit. About it. Um, It'll be nice to just have a clean bagged car to drive around, and then when I really feel like feeling the road, I'll bring out the caddy.
1: Mm. Oh, excellent, man! I'm I'm super intrigued to see how it unfolds and what the next thing is and what you're gonna post next. I'm actually like really like hooked now on this this sort of journey. Um, I'll, I can't wait to see how it out.
2: Everything comes together for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't wait. I, uh, this weekend, the plan is to finish the entire front end. So
0: right when we get wow. off... I can't wait then, to fucking come over.
2: Right, <laughs> like booking his ticket right now. Right when we finish this, I got to go fix my welder real quick. My foot pedal broke. But I'm going to finish my motor mount gussets. I'm going to radius cut my driver's side fender. And then I'm going to start my tubs. Because my tubs have to go into the cabin because my wheels are so big. Wow. Um, I- But... Yeah, I'm hoping this weekend to have most of the front buttoned up. And do you have like all the bits on the on the
1: front? Like, do you are you planning on putting like the grill in and the, the lights and the buckets and stuff?
2: Yeah, I have. I actually got the lights from Pick and Pull. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's like a junkyard where you go pull parts and you pay for them. But they actually had a Mark One Cabriolet that was in perfect condition, and I have OEM Volkswagen buckets with glass lenses for my lights. So nice. Nice. And then I have a cheap pre-pop grill um but yeah i have i have pretty much i have a whole shed on the side of my house filled to the roof with parts
1: well man if you see any 1980 uh rabbit pickup truck parts uh let me know <laughs> or- if you see can a go- fucking
0: gem top then let me know <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're never gonna I'll let on- that go
0: i'll be on the hunt for one i might know where one is oh really perfect is perked up then i know my ears are already up and look for All that up.
2: Snow plow too for you. Oh, yeah, the snow plow. The oh, plow.
0: dude, if you could get a snow plow, I'd honestly, oh, man, I'm sure we could shut <laughs> something up.
1: Yeah, I think, man, I think we should end it there, guys, because we started the episode with the snow plow and we're ending the episode talking <laughs> about the snow plow.
0: I think there is, man.
1: It sounds amazing, doesn't it? I mean, obviously, it needs to snow, but
0: it oh. snows up here a fucking yeah. problem. Like. <laughs> It'd be no good
1: down here. It'd be no good down here in the south of England.
0: I want it on a wee button, man, so it just lifts up and down like, for when it's 20. <laughs> it's Mr. Plough. <laughs>
1: my name. Oh, man. Okay, well, Harrison, thanks so much for coming on to the show. It's been an absolute blast having you on and chatting away and finding out what you're about. And, uh, yeah, man, it sounds so interesting. I cannot wait to learn more about what you do and i can't i'm g- literally gonna be glued to my instagram
2: now go what's he uploaded now what's, <laughs> what's next well it's you know. an honor to be a part of it um my first podcast ever so i'm still nervous
0: but hopefully we'll <laughs> nah often. dude you fucking smashed it did well yeah. man but, nice um, one pal
2: yeah it's it's crazy having people even recognize the car but i guess cool. it's kind of not possible not to well it's, it's it's one of those things it's like all day
1: i obviously like i mentioned on on instagram i've i'm I talk to people all the time. I follow all these different caddy accounts and rabbit accounts and Volkswagen, this, this, that, and the other. But when you come across like a one of a kind build or a one of a kind, yeah. whatever, it's like, hold the phone. I need to talk to this guy and see what he's about. He must have something interesting story. If he's doing this build, do you know what I mean? So it's like, I had to, like Aaron said, he said, this is the guy you need to talk to. This Brilliant. guy needs to come onto the show.
2: So I was like, fuck yes. Yes. And I'm a completely open book, so anybody out there listening, if you ever have a question about anything, I'm more than willing to help.
1: Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen,
0: brother. Oh, man.
1: <laughs> awesome. Aaron, as well, thank you for joining me as my little co-host today. It's always a pleasure having you on the show.
0: Yeah, no worries, man. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I think I can speak for everybody and just say, if you need any help with anything Mark 1 related or Volkswagen this, uh, just send us a little message. Uh, I'll leave. All the links of our Instagrams and everything we've spoken about today in the show notes below. Please do not hesitate to get in touch. There's so many people out there that are very, very new to this whole car scene and Volkswagens and Mark ones. That we are. That you know, there's a lot of people that are needing help because I've spoken to you. I know you're fucking out there. So f- please feel free to get in contact with any of us. We are nice
0: people. <laughs> we are. <laughs> nice yeah, people. man harrison man it's been a pleasure as well speaking to you man thank you you very much you guys in person yeah we're gonna be sick
1: definitely thanks guys and enjoy the rest of your weekend have a great weekend
0: yeah man perfect
1: cheers thanks guys cheers guys well there you go guys another episode in the bank what an interesting story and what an interesting build and and journey that harrison is going on and our oh, power to him a great guest and i can't wait to to see what he comes up with next i can't i just i love i'm going to be stuck to instagram like i said earlier but yeah thank you so much for listening to the show and thanks to aaron liston Um, Like I mentioned before, all of our Instagrams and everything we've spoken about on today's show will be in the show notes below. Make sure you go check it all out. Make sure you also subscribe to the podcast. If you're new, welcome. Welcome to this little community that we're building here. Give the podcast a subscribe, whether you hit the follow button or the plus button, whatever it looks like for you on your podcast player. And uh, also hit the notification bell because that way, You'll um you'll be notified every time I release a brand new episode, and for all of those wondering, yes, the podcast is now a weekly thing. So you can look at every Thursday of the week, there will be a brand new podcast episode for you to listen to. Okay, I'm not messing about here, guys. I'm not going to drop like I'm not going to post an episode randomly in the week or random times of the day it'll be every thursday a brand new episode all right so if you want to write that in your diaries you're more than welcome to set a set a reminder for yourself but yeah the podcast every thursdays from now on and if you're subscribed to the podcast with the notification bell ticked then your your phone will tell you there's a new episode so how about that also like i mentioned on the ad break Go over to my YouTube channel and subscribe to that. It's basically where I show all of my restoration progress of my own 1985 Volkswagen Mark I Caddy. You definitely want to go over there because I'm doing something fucking special to it at the moment. And uh, go check it out, subscribe, say hey. Let's get a conversation going, eh? But uh, nonetheless thank you so much for listening to today's episode i hope that it was entertaining or educational or just helped your 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 daily commute a little bit faster a little bit hopefully it was an enjoyable experience for you so thanks for listening and i'll see you guys in the next episode take care